Welcome, one and all, to Flavored Enemy Myth, Magic, and Might. This is going to be a uh, new bi-weekly campaign under the uh, Flavored Enemy banner, uh, starring our lovely, lovely heroes that we've assembled here in a brand new world created by me, your, the, the other DM, the, the not, not Arios one, that one. <clears throat> not, the not Arios DM. Because yes, that yes. narrows it down <laughs> in this server. It narrows it yeah, down. Yeah, that really narrows it down. By at least one. <laughs> or... <laughs> okay. That oh. is statistically true. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So we take you now to the world of Geb. The world of Geb was always a... Was... Similar in some ways to Vittore, and uh, in many other fantasy worlds you might have been to, the world of Geb was filled with magic and wonder, powerful wizards, dimensional travelers, floating cities, and arcane marvels, the likes of which had never been seen before. A hundred years ago, they enjoyed the Age of Magic. But the tumultuous trickster god, Wick, stole all of the magic and enchantments of the mortal world and sealed them away in various locations across the globe. Ancient tombs, forgotten temples, sinister lairs, and monstrous strongholds, all collectively referred to as dungeons, for now they each hold magic itself as their prisoner. Magically hidden by the trickster god, very few of these dungeons have ever been found. And of all the heroes brave enough to venture into them, none have returned. As the Age of Magic came to an end, one man, Emperor Tarquinius Superbos Valerion, defined the new era of this world. He expanded the once relatively peaceful Valerian Kingdom into the unstoppable Valerian Empire. With steam-powered machines of war and gunpowder weapons, with blood and tears, Lord Tarquin has conquered more land than could be traveled in a year, and amassed more wealth than could be spent in a life. He has defined this century as the Age of Might. But there are rumors, whispered through the air with a hope so fragile, to break if spoken aloud. Magic. And so we make our way through the... through the clear... Uh, through the clear summer night, um, or close to it anyway, the stars are bright and beautiful, the air is still warm but slowly cooling, uh, to the town of Autumn Hall. It is the first of the month of strength, the last month of the year, or, well, the last month of summer anyway, and town of Autumn Hollow is celebrating its annual Harvest Festival. Autumn Hollow has always been a very provincial town, kind of tucked away in, uh, in the bend and crooks of a river, not too far away, and, uh, and is so named for the unusual plants and trees that seem to be perpetually in their fall colors, no matter what the season. 
almost as if time doesn't really move. And we go past the excitement for just a little bit to a little out-of-the-way house. Uh, uh, almost a hut, you would call it, near the, uh, almost at the outskirts of town, with a small friendly garden, and what looks like a large object hidden under multiple tarps crashed through it, and two figures we see at what we slowly zoom in to find is the hull of a ship. We see uh, Lana Hearthsong. Would you introduce yourself and describe your character? Yes. Um, uh, Lana um, is... Well, when you first see me, you'll notice uh, immediately the ears and tail. I have um, sort of this orange fur um tail with a with like a cream fur tip uh, at, at the tip of it um and out of my red hair i also have uh, two fox ears poking out as as lona is a very proud um kitsune um wearing uh uh Strong armor, uh, carrying a, a um, assortment of uh, axes for combat, um, and a holy symbol, um, emblem on the on my breastplate uh, and on my pauldrons of a um, a phoenix. I am. Uh, no, uh, no, continue. No, that was it. Okay. Sorry, that was just no, a no. noise coming in with it. Alright. Uh, Lana, you find yourself with uh, your fellow crewmate, uh, Gilgamesh, a young theorem man, uh, for those of you unfamiliar with uh, uh, Vittore and uh, Flavored Enemy, you, you should watch that. But also, um, theorem are sort of phoenix- humanoids um Gilgamesh in particular has um this gold and red coloration to the feathers that uh streak all across his arms and uh and a little bit through his uh uh and he has these like softer curlier feathers that almost look like hair from a distance on his head uh he has this sort of dark uh Almost, uh, dark, almost like cocoa-colored complexion, uh, and uh, these golden eyes. Uh, he, uh, the two of you have been working hard on uh, fixing the ship all day. Uh, Gilgamesh thankfully has a little bit of his uh, magic with him, but it is severely weakened. And uh, you also find that what magic you had is also. Um, severely limited compared to what you had before, as neither of you are, uh, neither of you are native to this world, and the ship that you are currently fixing is not, uh, a boat, it is a skyship, a spaceship, that you crash-landed here, uh, about a month or two ago, 
Uh, what do you think Lana is doing to help fix the ship? Um, I suppose um, I'm not particularly a craftswoman. I I have a sort of um, I'm, I'm good with my uh, repairing my, my weapons and gear, so I would probably spend whatever sort of you know, hammering or smithing I could do, um, as well as making sure everyone is well fed. Yeah. Um, you you know that if you don't interrupt Gilgamesh working, he will forget to feed himself. Uh, certainly. Um, and uh, I do make a point of making sure that um, the last surviving member of the captain's crew besides myself does do uh exactly that eat oh uh oh uh, uh thank thank you thank you lana i uh is it dinner time already yes and you've got to keep your strength up kid um uh, thank uh, thank you lana you're you're wonderful um uh, it's just so how long do you think she'll take um well to be honest i'm not necessarily a craftsman myself I my magic is really the thing that helps me fix this ship at all but even then it's, it's kind of slow going our carpenter unfortunately was you know yeah yeah we know the captain and I will have to try to find something in this world bereft of magic and surrounded by shadow to something to repair the ship, because I don't suppose we recovered everything. No, I I suppose not. Um, he uh, Gilgamesh takes a moment to just kind of look up at the stars, and his eyes drift over towards the town, uh, which even from a distance you can see there's lights on in the town, and everyone's like busy setting stuff up. Uh, and then you hear the door to this hut swing open and you see uh, a rabbit folk man uh, about four foot uh, four foot five four foot ten with his ears up um, though they usually kind of trail behind his head like uh, like the tails of a comet um, he's an he's an older rabbit folk kind of in his uh, looks to be in his like 60s uh, has mostly gray fur and like a white uh, fur on his chin and uh, neck and stomach. Uh, you know this man to be Ryder Burroughs. He's the he's the owner of this small house, and uh, he was the owner of a uh, lovely pumpkin patch before your ship crashed into it and completely destroyed it. Uh, he's been kind enough to let you and your captain stick here. Uh, while you've been recovered, uh, while, you know, you've been getting your bearings, and, uh, he's also been kind enough to kind of tell you for general thing you want about the world that he can, uh, that he can tell you. Uh, he comes out and he says, uh, Lana, the, uh, your captain's, uh, your captain's awake again. Um, how long has uh, the captain been out. Um, he's been, uh, your captain has been falling in and out of consciousness, uh, 
uh, every every few days. Um, uh, but it's been like two days since he was last conscious. I'll um, make my way inside the uh, the hovel. Okay. And as we come inside the hovel, little rude. <laughs> um, you you come inside his little house. Um, uh, and lying on the a bed that had been pulled out in the back. He, uh, Aiden Alexander. Aiden, would you describe yourself for the lovely audience? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, Hayden Alexander hails from the lovely land of Vittore. Um, he, uh, <laughs> he's got intense red hair and emerald eyes and skin that has been kissed by the sun. Um, for although he typically spends his days inside, he's quite known for getting up to some <clears throat> activities out of doors. Um, typically, Hayden wears a sleeveless blue tunic with a brownish-gray jacket, although after the crashing of our wonderful ship, that jacket is in tatters. Yes, certainly. Um, you also find that um, while most of your physical injuries have healed, there is something very... Uh, a strange injury that you have never seen or heard of before on your person, in that over mainly your chest and on your arms, there is this strange iridescent marks that almost look like they're over top of your skin, but they're definitely on it. And they have this strange pattern, like a cross between wildfire and uh, and like lightning scars uh, just uh, all surrounding your chest and uh, in your arms. They are almost, you understand that these, these injuries are things that you sustained when you expended your magic to save yourself and your crew upon your crash landing. And honestly, like these have, these strange injuries you've never seen before have been, uh, <laughs> uh, have been sort of your biggest block on the road to recovery because you're not entirely sure how to treat them. Uh, and also, you, uh, upon waking up, you realize you are very, very thirsty. Like, you need a bucket of water now. <laughs> uh... Damn, I need a drink. My mouth is drier than the desert. Is there any water in sight that I could maybe uh, plunge my entire face in? Uh, you see, uh, you see Ryder Burroughs, the, the man who's been, uh, helping you and, uh, helping tend to you, uh, walk into, uh, the room with a bucket of water he just draw, uh, drew from his well. Uh, here. Oh, uh, thank you. And I'm just gonna, I'm going to literally stick my entire face in the bucket of water and a drink from it. Oh, oh boy, you weren't kidding. Um, 
Uh, and Lana comes in, not uh, behind Ryder. Not. Um, Captain, how are you feeling? I'm just gonna I'm gonna hold the bucket with one hand and lift up a finger in the general direction of Lana's voice, and then after a moment, I'm gonna come up for air, take a big gasp. <laughs> Well, uh, <laughs> after all that water, I am feeling a little bit better. Uh, what day is it? Um, that would be... Um, it's... <laughs> what day is um, it? Saturday? <laughs> I, I th- believe they call it, um, Saturday here. Um, Saturday? Uh, it's like uh, the day after Tom and no, two days after Tom and Day. Two days past Tom and Day. I think I was barely learning the uh, calendar on Vittore before we took off. So, I I don't recall any of our days being named Saturday. It, Do I no, no, remember? No, uh, uh, no. I remember. Uh, Ryder speaks up. Uh, that's that's sort of our calendar system uh it's yeah no this i'm honestly not sure where the days for the days of the uh, the names for the days of the week come from i just he kind of shrugs i'm not a historian i'm sure you could come up with a catchy tune to remember them all uh perhaps um we've uh made a little progress i should say gilgamesh has made a little progress on What's left of the ship? Emphasis on little. Ah, right. The ship. Gil. Gil. Uh, he he's he's recovered well. I take it. Oh, only because I have to keep reminding him to eat. But yes. Uh, yes, of course. And how are you holding up, Lana? Uh, the dawn mistress smiles upon me even here. I'm. Uh, not. Uh. I feel a bit distant, a bit disconnected, but uh, I still have my vigor. Uh, good, good. Uh, well, it it's great that you're making a recovery, though. Um, uh, man, these scars, I've, I've never seen their like before. Have I seen these scars on, hi- on him before, or are these new developments since him waking um, up this he, time? He's had them since the incident where he expended his magic but you've never seen I doubt you've ever seen anyone with these kinds of wounds before well, yeah 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 I, I was just wondering if, if this is my first time seeing Hayden with these uh, wounds no, I've you, seen Hayden, no, I've seen seen Hayden him with, with these wounds I I was a I, field um, medic in my time but obviously I've never seen anything like this if all the um, are there any historians or or academics of the lost arts of magic of your world that we could find maybe in a capital city somewhere that we could go to to actually have this investigate. Uh, 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 maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe I. Maybe. Well, uh, I volunteer at uh, one of the local doctor's offices, and uh, one of the patients recovering there is a uh, an archaeologist of some sort, but I. I can't say for sure if they'd know, and I, and I'm not really sure if that breaks, you know, doctor-patient confidentiality or something. But it, it's possible they might be able to help you. 
Um, we can say we forced the information out of right. you. Right. Um, uh, and at that point, you hear a knock on his door. Um, and two figures are currently standing... Well, I, actually, I should say three figures are currently standing outside uh, Ryder's house. The one knocking on the door is... Priscilla, would you describe yourself to the audience? Uh, yeah, um, I'm Priscilla, Priscilla Sayopanese. I'm a tiefling, so not exactly a, a normal sight around these parts. Uh, I have this cool purplish-brown skin that's very cool and rich. Uh, this long black hair that kind of tapers into a lighter lilac purple. I have pointed ears similar to an elk, and uh, these bright orange pupilless eyes. Uh, I, I'm wearing my armor. It's kind of worn and a little bit beaten down. Definitely seen a little bit too much action. And uh, I have my, my glaive on my back. And, hell, that's uh, seen a little bit more. Uh, rather tall, about 5'10". And uh, I, I, I look kind of over the road, but also cool, calm, and collected. Like, like this is just another day, and nothing can really surprise me. Um... Well, one thing that has not necessarily surprised you, but seems odd, is there appears to be a large, weirdly shapen boulder over where you could have sworn Ryder had a pumpkin patch. You're not sure why it's there, which is weird. Can I make a history check? Can I make a history check to see if it's goblin made? The boulder? <laughs> okay, yes. Yeah. Go ahead and roll history check with advantage. I, all I want to know if is it's okay. goblin made. Um, as I uh, uh, greet these people at the door... Uh, yes, uh, uh, the other uh, figure standing just behind them, uh, or I, I should specify while you're rolling that check, um, Priscilla, you've... Uh, you're heading to Autumn Hollow mostly for the uh, tournament that's supposed to be held here. Jason told you about. You've been to Autumn Hollow a few times before, and uh, for most of the time you stayed and trained with uh, Ryder, because he used to be um, he used to be a, sh a soldier in his younger days, and he taught you the fine arts of fighting with a shield and hammer. You yourself don't necessarily use those weapons, but what he's taught you is still an invaluable skill. Um, and you know that like he's always you know, hospitable and has a few extra beds for you and your friends. Uh, and your two friends behind you, uh, one of them is Sister Jialin. Would you describe yourself? Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you now. Yep. Sorry, Discord was doing some weird stuff. Um, so Sister Jialin is this very large minotaur with lots of long, kind of stringy, reddish-brown fur. Um, and it kind of intermingled with the fur, she has 
braids and beads. Um, she's kind of on the beefier side, pun intended, of um, these huge, long, sharp uh, horns that kind of come off of her head, and they're decorated with gold bands on them. And on the tip of one of them, there's even like a hoop that's kind of drilled in uh, to her horn. Um, she's got these long, loose-fitting robes that just kind of wrap around her um, comfortably. She has them kind of loosened a little bit because she's used to living in mountains where it's kind of cold and it's very hot here um, to her anyways. Um, and she's got old earrings in her ears that are kind of like spilling out from behind the, the long hair um, that kind of almost covers her eyes. She's got a hoop in her nose, and the hoop in her nose is, like, pain to one of the earrings in her ear. And, um, she's, like, I don't remember how low, how big I said she was, like, how tall um, I said she was. Probably over ten feet. Yeah, like, she's, like, ten or eleven feet tall. Mm -hmm. Um, big chunk. Big chunk. And she just kind of, like, gives a little finger, finger wiggle when the door opens. <laughs> and... Uh, completely obscured by Jialin, uh, there is Jason, the uh, quarter dwarf individual that uh, you guys met uh, while you both worked uh, providing security for a trade caravan. Uh, uh, Jason is uh, about five foot, five foot one. Uh, he has a uh, thick, shaggy brown hair, um, and kind of pointed ears, uh, just kind of sticking out of either side of his head, carries a, a hammer on his back. Uh, the, the three of you have decided to, uh, uh, the three of you have decided to stay here and are currently, um, just standing in the doorway of a house that is uh, honestly, Jialin, if you, like, stood on your, uh, tippy hooves, you could probably see over the top of the house. It's a, it's a smaller house than you were hoping. Hey, Ryder, okay, it's I'm a long time. Oh, uh, Priscilla, it, it's been some time. Uh, what, uh... It has. Uh, what are, um... Uh, he looks over to the rock that you... Uh, what did you roll on your history check for that, by the way? That, that was an eight, by the way. I mean, <laughs> was, you know that yeah. goblins, when they make rocks, are usually iller formed than this rock? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This this is this is too much of an artisan rock yes. to be a goblin rock. <laughs> uh, is that... That rocks are shit, uh, right? You know that um, Gilgamesh put up an illusion of a rock over the ship to disguise it. Do I, um, can I, do I notice this tiefling, uh, uh, individual yeah, looking at this rock I, I that I know is an illusion? Um, what you, what you staring at? Just, it's always best to monitor your surroundings, you know? Absolutely. Um, uh, I don't mean to intrude. Uh, I don't know that uh, Ryder uh, was having yes, guests. Yes, um, I, uh, I, I, I have a, a spare room or two. Just um, uh, 
come on in, come on in. Uh, I'll, I'll put on a kettle. And he kind of hops towards the kitchen. Um, do you enter? I do. Uh, it is. I kind of, I kind of lean my, my, uh, my glaive up in the, up in the like corner, like near like the, uh, the yeah. coat rack. Um, you, you kind of breathe, uh, uh, you, you kind of breathe deeply, Priscilla, because like, um, Ryder's house has always been like a very comfortable and cozy place, and uh, also like well defendable. You know, lots of clear vantage points to see uh, approaching dangers. It's definitely not just the cozy vibe slightly mellowing you. Um, yeah. Um, do they also smell the pumpkin soup that uh, I have yes, made? Yes, you do smell pumpkin soup uh, wafting through the air. Um, and uh, okay. Priscilla, you. Your eyes are always drawn over to um, an artifact of sorts that um, Ryder owns, which is a picture. You know that, like photographs, um, you know they are—they were a magical technology that don't exist anymore. Um, Ryder has a photograph from back when he was 18 years old, um, taken along with his military unit. You can see. A younger, taller writer um, standing and like kind of shoving the person next to him as like someone else puts him in a headlock, and uh, and they all look like they're laughing and having a good time. Just writer among his unit a long time ago, over a hundred years old actually. It's probably like the one thing writer truly values as far as a possession goes. So, right, I suppose you're not going to be entering into the tournament. <laughs> uh, an old, an old rabbit like me in a fancy tournament like that. Well, yeah, I need to, I need to make sure I have a chance of winning before <laughs> I sign up. So. You, you pay me too, too much of kindness. I, um, he kind of looks over to the, to the shield and um, hammer that he has over in the corner. <sighs> Uh, maybe I'm I'm too old to do stuff like that. <laughs> I wouldn't count yourself out. You think so? Yeah, I do. Plus, gotta have somebody that's uh, gonna pot- potentially take Jialin down. He, right? he looks up at Jialin. What do you think, Jialin? Feel like feel like a uh, rider. He'll be able to knock you down a few pegs. Uh. Uh, yeah, they're they're switching devices. They will. Well, I I'm always happy to uh, teach youngsters a lesson or two. <laughs> uh, so I don't think we've had the pleasure of meeting. Uh, Priscilla kind of stretches out her hand to Lana. Uh, I'm Priscilla. Um, my. Uh, mm, hi, I'm Lana, uh, and this is Captain Alexander. I just kind of stay keeping my hand out there, waiting for the return handshake. Uh, oh, yeah, is yes, this a custom? You, you grab the uh, hand uh, and you shake uh, it. Like from kind of shows you how to. My apologies. I'm not. I'm not exactly from here. Oh. Uh, um. Although it is. Uh, nice to recognize a, a tiefling. I haven't seen uh, one of of you in a very long time. They were 
plentiful where I'm from, but I, when I was visiting this place called Vittore, I think I only saw one in the whole world. Well, I can't say I'm a common sight amongst um, my kind I will, of people I will here, say Priscilla. Definitely more than they one. They just mentioned other worlds. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to gloss over that. <laughs> uh, uh, Ryder uh, kind of turns to uh, turns to you, Hayden, and says, you can, you can trust Priscilla. Priscilla's a... They're, they're a little tightly wound, but they're a good person. Oh, so, uh... Yes, of course. What uh, brought you all here? Uh, oh, you know, just a bit of adventure. Uh, uh, may... The, perhaps uh, they'll have some fun at the festival themselves. Uh, though I hope not the, uh, uh tournament. You, you do seem a little, uh... Whereas, uh, you, you do seem a little worse for wear, if you don't mind me saying, Hayden. Oh, no, not at all. I I don't think I'm quite recovered enough for a tournament just yet. Although, maybe a little bit of combat would do me some good, you know? The captain here risked his own life to save what was left of his crew. It's quite an admirable act of self-sacrifice. I just... I wish I could have done more. You're a brave person. All that matters is you did as much as you could. That's more than most people will do. And uh, I don't think we caught your name as I look to the um, the larger person behind Priscilla. Uh, is uh, is your mic still working, Jay? I can't. I can't. I can't. Can yes, we can hear you now. Okay. I missed uh, so much. I'm so sorry, guys. I My computer started wigging out, and then my headphones wouldn't pick up me talking on my phone. So I switched to my other computer, and now uh, my headphones aren't working at all. <laughs> oh, dear. Are, are you good yeah, now? Yeah, can you, can you hear me? Can you, like... Well, we... Me? Yes, I, I okay. can hear you. Yes, we were uh, just uh, asking you to introduce to, yourself. Lana and, uh, and Hayden. And was Ryder, I, was I you able to, like, yet. fit it was inside the, of, the building of, first and foremost? It's a little bit of a squeeze, but you can stand inside. <laughs> you have to kind of bend your head down a little, the green <laughs> forward. Okay. She, um, she doesn't look like she particularly minds this. As a matter of fact, like, if you were to really look at her... Um, when she was standing outside, you might notice that she's kind of a little bit hunchbacked by nature. And you might understand why now. <laughs> um, she like looks at them each and she goes, I am Jialin. Likewise. Uh, Lana, nice to meet you. Um, I suppose that in this land we exchange the, uh, if you'd like. motion of she hands. Uh, Lana will awkwardly thrust her hand forward in an attempt to uh, make Jalen's gonna take her hand, and um, her hand's fucking massive. Um, it probably consumes all of Lana's hand. And sure, I mean Lana's not a small person, but she's <laughs> definitely not as um, big as Jalen. <laughs> and 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 she gives she gives her hand like a firm shake, just one single like, shake. And then we'll extend her hand um, to... Was the other person Hayden? Uh, 
Yes. Hayden. Uh, hi. Hello. Uh, please. You can all just call me Hayden. I, uh, Captain is inquired to his fitting now. And please forgive me for not standing up to greet you. I, uh, I'm not quite Seems feeling my best. Seems as though you've had a rough yet. trip in. <laughs> uh, yes, you could, you could certainly put it that way. It's, uh, it's almost as if your, um, world here does not want visitors from the outside. Uh, Jolin, yet your ears perk up at that as well, the not from this world? <laughs> yeah, she, like, can't really see her raise her eyebrow because it's, like, under her hair. She makes this, like, quiet sound that goes with it. Um, L- Lana, w- would you mind? Yeah. I'm just gonna motion for Lana to lean in close. I, uh, I think perhaps it might be best if we don't mention being from another world. We don't know, uh, the extent of their, uh, space travels. I mean, it's still relatively new for you and I, but still, let's not frighten any of the locals. Especially when we can't flee should it be needed. I hear them. Um, oh, I suppose that makes sense. I, um... um roll a perception check. <laughs> or, uh, Hayden, were you trying to be stealthy? Yeah, I oh, think we were trying to whisper to one another. Yeah, and, just uh, I guess you guys exactly. roll stealth and Jalen will roll perception. I'm not gonna roll yeah, disadvantage because no, I don't think armor my armor disadvantages me from talking softly. Oh, I wish I could talk. I wish I could talk I rolled quieter in this armor. You said perception, right? <laughs> yes, perception. Uh, uh, I got a 22. Oh, Hayden. Oh, Hayden. Well, that beats my stealth. Hayden, I rolled a dirty roll? 20. Uh, a 5. I am <laughs> so, so out of it, shouting that I forgot how to be quiet. <laughs> um, Captain, if you were trying to keep it on the, uh, uh, on the secret, you would want to talk oh, a little like... softer. Um, but I oh, understand uh, see, like, your meaning. I see, like, eyes, like, she just slow squints. Not very good at the whole secret conversation thing. No offense. Space <laughs> <laughs> travel is maybe not that yeah. far yeah. out of the concept, <laughs> given that we're aware space exists. Yeah, you you know, like historically, those yeah. things have happened, but like oh, that's what she says. In the last she hundred straight years, straight up says that. Yeah. Oh, so this is interesting because I was I was curious as to your knowledge. Um, you see, where I'm from, um, none of it exists. We haven't even um, begun to. Uh, we've just barely begun to fly under our own power. Uh, flight, flight, airships. I came from where I come from to the world of Vittore uh, by pilgrimage through the Plain of Fire. Um, and then joined the captain on his star sailing ship to come here. But you know I of know this, that space at least historically? And that there are theoretically beings out there. Otherwise, we wouldn't have stories of gods. Oh, uh, Ryder, I. Picked this up on the, my travels. I figured it might be helpful for that new batch of mead. She kind of hands Ryder this 
kind of like little burlap sack filled with the Ooh. juniper berries and wildflowers. Could be wonderful. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll store it in the kitchen for now. Um, uh, and then, uh, sure. Uh, Ryder hears a little bell ring outside. He's like, "Oh, that's the mail." Uh, he he opens the door and uh, he kind of hops uh. to. Um, see a little crow standing on a small perch uh, near, like, a gate that would be, like, the uh, to the fence around his uh, home. And uh, the crow is holding a letter just in its beak. He's like, uh, uh, yes, thank you. He, he takes the letter and the crow, like, taps a bucket that's like uh, next to the perch and he's like oh right he reaches into his pocket he pulls out uh, uh, a copper coin and or a few copper coins and puts them in the bucket and the crow responds thank you sir and picks up the coins and puts them in a little uh, side pouch they have this is completely normal to you Priscilla and Jialin getting soft. I think I heard more than one uh, coin well, hit the bucket okay. this time. He, he came a long way for one piece of mail. Yeah. Alright. I'll be heading out then. And uh, the crow flies away. Yalin just kind of wiggles her fingers at it before it leaves. If you need any business, come down to the uh, Endragon Rookery. We deliver all kinds of mail. Yada yada yada. Uh, I'm too tired to give the corporate spiel. Oh. <laughs> and he just flies away. Make sure to get uh, some rest know, on the way back. I'm almost done with my shift. Have I encountered talking crows no. since I've the month I've been on this this planet? I, he doesn't have mail to um, to him. I, I, I sort of I I look from the crow to the um the rabbit, to the minotaur, to the tiefling, and it's sort of in a circle. Um, do all the animals speak here? That, that would be silly. What makes you think that? <laughs> right, right. Well, um, I mean, you know, like some are <laughs> like, uh, you know, influenced by druidic magic or like, you know, uh, cursed and turned into animals or like the descendants of royalty that got cursed and turned into animals you know that kind of thing I mean I suppose I can talk uh, in my natural form but um, th very interesting uh, Ryder uh, kind of looks through one of uh, his letter he's like hmm. alright uh, uh, seems as though it's uh uh, regarding my uh, my patient that I've been helping with, they uh, uh, just got confirmation from uh, another doctor who, uh, more or less, I'm supposed to be the one to deliver the news that uh, she can uh, leave the hospital. Uh, if you'd like to come with me to meet her, I, I don't suppose there's anything necessarily illegal about that. Uh, you already absolutely. know we've got your back. She sees that she grabs her, uh, Priscilla grabs her glaive, clamps it under her back, and looks like she's ready for to be ambushed uh, these, like any second. Uh, 
Priscilla, these guests of mine, they've uh, expressed interest in uh, trying to contact someone uh, regarding history to see if they can understand uh, the strange wounds he's come under. Uh, he points at Hayden. Uh, it it would it would mean a lot to me if you would uh, help these two out. They've uh, uh, they've been through some rough times. Well, all three of them anyway. Sure, I can do what I can. Oh yeah, I suppose the uh, Gilgamesh is not Gilgamesh. Um, it's the um, a um, sweet young kid uh, just trying to earn money for school. I suppose when he got lost with us. Uh, and, and, uh, Priscilla, you see outside that, um, uh, Jason is inspecting the rock closely. Um, he's, you can see him kind of mumbling to himself, this doesn't, this doesn't even really rock. And <laughs> that dormant stone cutting, stone cutting, coming into play for the first time exactly. ever in the history of D&D. Uh, to which the rock <laughs> Uh, from the rock, you hear, uh, you, Hayden, hear Gilgamesh's voice reply, Yes, it is. Go away. <laughs> Lana just sort of palms her face and just, just, like, shakes her head. Maybe, oh, dear. you know, um, let's make sure the rock doesn't talk uh, to anybody else. Alan just kind of, like, uh, yes. Just like, does your teacher have lot of strange friends. Uh, usually, yeah. But, uh, a good, right good head on the shoulders, and those good people when when they when they meet them. <laughs> yeah, you you will. <sighs> so we head off to see this archaeologist patient. Then, um, as lovely as this place is, we are eager to get back to our task at hand, which is discovering what has happened to Captain Alexander and sure yeah um, all right so you guys you head on out um, you see Jason and Gilgamesh uh, kind of uh, Gilgamesh has actually cast um, disguise self on his person to look more like a human than anything and he seems to be just kind of arguing with Jason about uh, the uh, details of this rock. It's like, no, no, it's definitely a rock. Like, see, it's kind of speckled. It has the pattern. And they're like, yeah, but no, rock has that pattern. It's... <laughs> and the two are just kind of arguing with each other. Alan's just gonna, like, put a hand on Jason's shoulder. Uh, and huh? Signify oh, that that's um, enough. <laughs> alright, alright, alright. Say, uh, Lana? Uh, yes. Priscilla, I... was it? Yeah. I presume that you needed help, right, with fixing however it is you got here. Um, I, so I don't, I don't want to pry for more information. Just a yes or no is okay. Uh, yeah, we're. Well, this one over here, she gestures over to the arguing going on at the rock. Happens to be a blacksmith. Ah, uh, uh, potentially gee, be helpful I mean, in that regard. No, I. I mean, not just blacksmithing. I, I know a bit of carpentry, a bit of, uh, you know, leather work. Uh, uh, you know, a bit of a general craftsman all around. Lana will just sort of look over at um, uh, Hayden with a sort of, like, shrug, like, that's up to you, your ship. In time, we shall see. 
Well, all right, for now, let's go see this uh, mysterious archaeologist right. fellow. Uh, you guys, you head into the town of Autumn Hollow. Uh, the town has kind of these uh, white uh, white buildings with, like, the red stucco tile roofs. Um, uh, and uh, there's kind of lanterns being hung up, and everyone is really excited preparing for uh, this annual harvest festival. And, um, uh, uh, you know, a rider has to, like, kind of duck and weave and jump a few times. He's, he's spry, even though he is, like, in his 60s. Um, yeah, still a rabbit folk. Still a rabbit folk. And, uh, he makes his way over to, uh, the hospital. And he, uh, he, well, I mean, it's more of, like, a small doctor's office with, like, a few beds in the back than, like, a full fledged hospital, but it is a nice place. It is also empty. He's like, wait, what? She she was here. Uh, and he kind of hops over to the back, and in the backyard he sees uh, a few figures kind of standing in the, in the sort of backyard of this place, kind of uh, sitting. One of which is Rosalind. Would you describe your character? So Rosalind is uh, human-looking, but she's tall and being about five ten, uh, fairly thin but toned. Uh, she's got long blonde hair that uh, is that uh, is up in a ponytail, and even uh, with it being in that high ponytail, her hair reaches all the way down to the bottom of her bottom of her uh, to her waist it's quite long she's got uh, um, turquoise eyes that matches uh, it's the same color of a of a uh, of a uh, little pendant that she wears around her neck um, she's wearing a uh, cropped white shirt at the moment uh and you can see she's fairly uh, uh, she's fairly well toned and built uh, with a a red leather uh, faux leather vest that is bright bright red that she wears over the, over that cropped white shirt. She's got she's wearing some pretty short white shorts with a leather vest. Leather uh, belt that she wears over that that carries her different adventuring gear, and she's got uh, some bright. Uh, she's got red boots that go up past her knees, like halfway up her up her thigh, and uh, 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 her hair. Well, most of it is up in a ponytail. There's a few wisps that hang around her face, and in certain light, she looks almost ange- uh, angelic in some light. And she's got a quarter staff on her back. Yes. Um, you're... Rosalind, you're currently sitting and meditating across from Harlo. Harlo is one of your four senseis. She is the mm-hmm. Earth... Uh, Flames Guard is, I think, the term we're using. Um... They are a, um, 
they're a very tall, like, uh, almost seven feet tall woman with, uh, kind of this, uh, this deep, dark gray, uh, almost like stone colored skin and this, uh, ruby, uh, on her forehead, uh, that is actually, you know, part of her body and not, uh, jewelry. Uh, she wears very simple robes in comparison to even your adventuring gear. And she's kind of sitting very calmly, and she's asking of you to, like, hold a rock in your hand and to understand how it breathes. And you've been almost, like, banging your head on this... The, uh, like metaphorical brick wall for a few weeks now because it doesn't make any sense to you at all. And they're like, little faster, stand up. You still struggle understanding how the stone bleeds. Seems uh, with this rock, uh, it's so hard and uh, that it's hard for me to picture that this hard, inanimate object is breathing. It's like, I know one of your... I understand... Uh, maybe I can talk with what uh, your... Uh, uh, the more air master... Uh, uh, your, yes. Maybe I can as talk soon with her. As you, as soon as you say Ilma's name, she jumps down off the roof of the building onto the branch of a tree above you and swings in that branch. Hi, Rosalind! And she's just kind of swinging on that branch. Ugh. Hello! Uh, I'm having some difficulties. Perhaps you can give me some assistance here? Maybe help me make hmm. this connection? I'm a bit at a loss here. Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't even waste your time with Earth. Earth's a stupid element. You should focus on air instead. It's much better, much better, much better. And Harlow just kind of raises do his we, Do we see this as we're... Do we, yeah, yeah, you all see this. I just sort of step forward and say, well, I'm sure that... I'm part of the flame myself. And both of them kind of roll their eyes like uh, Fiamma would eat you up. Uh, she'd have to ask permission uh, first. Um, she does. Uh, what? Uh, what'd you say, Jialin? Yeah, I, I was wondering Jialin. if I recognized them or like what they represent. Um, roll a history check. Um, I'm sure by now I've been training with these, uh, with uh, these masters of mine for years now. I'm had. Am I used to these, like, very differing personalities and trying to juggle yeah, them all between them all? Okay. You you know that yeah. these, yeah, these four sisters are always kind of arguing with each well, they they're, are they're arguing with, They argue with each other over which element is better, and they all have kind of extreme personalities. All, yeah. If, if all four of them in a are room, they, they actually they like blood Yes, they are. are they are, all they like are blood, blood sisters, uh, and I would know that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. You have no idea who yep. their mother is. 
<laughs> get a 13. Like that. 13. Um, you can tell by a blossom uh, tattoo that uh, Gem, uh, that um, Harlow has on her arm that she is part of the Red Blossom Queendom, uh, which is a, a nation of in, uh, almost entirely women. Uh, it's a yeah. It's it's not the same as the society you grew up in, but it is. Um, you you recognize them like game recognizes game. Say game recognize gay. A uh, game. I said game, but I mean that's not okay. Gay recognize gay. That's not what I exactly said, but uh, it'll be memed anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Rosalind, you also noticed that there's a uh, a bunch of spectators now, including uh, your nurse, Ryder. Uh, so I see Ryder, and I see this fox uh, fox woman say something about about how she's partial to fire, and I'm like. Uh, perhaps, uh, we can continue this lesson later. I don't think I'm going to be able to focus with everybody watching me. Harlo kind of slowly nods. It's about time, uh, after, after the festival, we're, we're all going, uh, we're also going to go enjoy the festival. Yeah, it should be fun. I mean, we're not going to join the tournament, though. It, it'd be way too easy. I mean, jeez. <laughs> Perhaps what you have taught me could benefit. Uh, um, I look over to uh, to the nurse uh, writer and say, "Is there a reason you have uh, uh, come into town?" Uh, yes. Um. Uh. Uh. He. I just got this letter from your doctor. Uh. They. They had some family business, but they're um, they're officially releasing you. So you are uh, you are fully healed as far as the doctor is concerned, and you are certainly free to leave. I mean, not like not like we were forcing you to stay here. Just of course, but just so my you know, officially. Okay, treatment is not complete. Um, I have a question. Uh, yes. Where is uh, the little girl that I rescued? Alicia? Um, Ryder, um, uh, yeah. Ryder kind of looks down sadly and he's like, um, she's... Yeah, Alicia. Yeah, Alicia is she still... Doing? She's stable, but she still hasn't woken up. And uh, we've sent several <laughs> letters to her parents' address, but so far there's no response. Uh, do I know where she's staying at at the moment? Um, she she's staying here in the doctor's office. She's uh, my my mistake, everyone. She there is actually one person in the beds that were inside. It's a small, unconscious uh, gnome girl. You guys yeah. just didn't notice her because she was too small and in the back, much like how Perhaps. her parents didn't notice her. <laughs> Perhaps I can uh, write a letter to uh, my family, see if uh, they'd be willing to take her in until her own parents can be found. Do you think, does that sound like it? 
Does that sound agreeable? Um, or... Uh, uh, certainly. Uh, you, uh, you could go over... Uh, you, you know, Rosalind, that you could go over to, uh, uh, probably a Pendragon rookery and have that, uh, mailed via crow. Uh, okay. What have you... So, what sort of treatment have you attempted upon the girl? Well, uh, you know, best that we have, we have a few, we have, like, medicinal herbs and, uh, things like that, and, um... Would you mind if I try something? Uh... Um, With my supervision, I, um... I'm just going to go and, uh, rest my hand on the top of the child's head and use, uh, five points of lay on hands. Um, you see as as this, like, burst of light comes from your hands, which also causes Ryder to jump a little, like, uh, he, he hasn't seen this in a very long time, um... You see that color returns to this little girl's face, and she's breathing steadier now, and she's actually moving her head. She's not fully conscious yet, but now it more seems like she's sleeping and not, like, in a coma. Can I grab <clears throat> Can I grab Lana by the arm and pull her off to the side real quick? Somewhere far away from the Sure. Uh, can I resist okay. this grapple? Um, tr- uh, sure. Uh, I, roll opposing athletics checks. Can I use the help action? Because Jellum get questions. <laughs> I rolled really For poorly. Don't sure. don't worry about it. Yeah, uh, yeah I rolled. I rolled a natural three. So yeah, Lana, you were just pulled off and surrounded by Jellum and Priscilla. And what games are you um, getting at? Pardon, I'm not much one for games. Can I make an insight check? Uh, I'm honestly right now, my gut's telling me that I'm looking at one of Wick's disguises. I'm sure. Go roll the, uh, an insight check. Is I capable of telling whether or not it was real magic that was being used, or if they're just trying to like pull us? Um. You, I don't think you've seen real magic in your lifetime before, so I don't think you have a frame of reference. I, I honestly, I just healed her. It's, I wasn't. Priscilla, what, what did you roll? It's a thirteen on the insight um, check. You don't see how this could possibly be like a deceptive type thing. Like, I mean. There are some people who say that Wick is imprisoned, and you're not entirely sure if you believe those things, because it could just be a conspiracy. Um, but, um, you... I, I don't yeah, really you, know. Um, yeah, go ahead, sorry. You don't see an angle that would be like, and I tricked you with this! So... It's hard for you to think that this is like Wick in disguise. No, it's not Wick's MO. Yeah, it's not a, not his MO. I don't know who you are, and I don't know what you're getting at. But unless you want Imperial attention on you, and trust me, you don't, you should probably keep it a little more subtle. Uh, speaking of subtle, Frida, you uh, burst open uh, the door, 
to check on Rosalind, uh, a new friend that you've made in town. Uh, would you describe yourself for everyone? <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Hello. All right, so Frida Madagascar Crowley is a half-elvish gnome um, standing at around four foot nine. You see her long ears are pointed out from a frizzy auburn hair around neck length. And around that hair is a beaded headband with peacock feathers peeking out. You see she's wearing a kaleidoscopic eye patch over her left eye, even though she has both eyes, which are sapphire blue. She wears the eye patch to um, maintain focus, thinking that only looking out of one eye she can focus better that way. She wears patchwork bell-bottoms made of patches of nearly every color of the rainbow, and you see her top is an equally prismatic vest covered with this loose, translucent shawl with overly large sleeves and bands of many colors. And I guess she just runs in excitedly. Oh, more friends! Uh, hello everyone, the name's Frida Madagascar Crowley. Hello Frida, how are you doing? Quite, quite wonderful. Um, um, just taking a. I have some good news, actually. Uh, um, doctors have officially released me. I am fully healed, done with treatment. I can leave. That is wonderful to hear. Uh, Uh, And the young one. Am I able to actually see the moving, which you have not seen in the months that you've uh been visiting? I'm gonna. That's amazing. Yes, this is it's actually wonderful. thanks to this uh, associate of writers. I'm assuming I I don't think yeah. I ever caught her name. I will extend my hand to Lana and say hi. I uh, I'm Rosalind Hendrell. It's nice to meet you. Lana's still like boxed in. I I like uh, yeah. Well, her box. Yeah, I, I like Lana's. I, 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 I let go of Lana's shirt and kind of like try to fix it so it's not doesn't look like I just like shoved Lana in the corner. Yeah, let's uh, yeah, her shoulder. I, Lana Hotsong, <laughs> um, oh. Balas. It's a pleasure, I think. Um, I hope. That... What? So you said three all times. Mine. It's opening the door. Name's Frida Madagascar Crowley. Um, uh, quite uh, yes. Quite a, I like the name. Yes. Do I know uh, 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 Priscilla or uh, uh, Sister Gialan? Do I know either of them? Uh, you've never met either of them before. I haven't told you my name either. Okay. And so, uh, you see, I look uh, 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 straight the eyes of Priscilla, we're about the same height, and I uh, say, I assume you're in a, uh, like, an acquaintance of a writer here? Um, I'm, as I just said, I'm Rosalind. It's a pleasure to meet your acquaintance, Priscilla. I, uh, I trained under writer several years now. Ah, okay. So, well, you must have... Consider him something as an old mentor. Hmm. Uh, he is definitely uh, someone to oh, yeah, you can learn learn from. Not my particular specialty, but uh, I have a diff- 
a different set of masters, but it's good to meet you. Uh, and then I'll look up at uh, the Minotaur and I'll extend my hand to them as well. And uh, she'll, um, she'll take her hand. Now she's like a little, like, weirded out by the sudden, like, energy in the room, but she still nods her head a little bit, and you, and you hear, like, a little <laughs> bit of a jingle from the jewelry, and she's just like, Galen. I'm sorry, can you say that one more time? Uh, did, which part of it? Galen? Yes. Uh, just your name. Galen. Um. Galen. Nice to meet you. Likewise. Uh, and then I'm gonna, like, uh, step on over to, uh, the little girl's bed. So I can, uh, and I'll just put a, uh, like, a hand on her cheek and say, I really hope that you'll be able to recover, but I don't know how I'm going to tell you everything that's happened when you wake up, sweet one. And you see, like, the, uh, her eyes, uh, go from, uh, uh, slight... Uh, excitement, uh, meeting new people and seeing an old, uh, an old friend to sadness to, and then there's a flash of anger, uh, like a split second of anger as she thinks back to what caused this, uh, uh, this terrible stuff to happen. Priscilla, I think you in particular can recognize that flash of anger that comes unbidden from a sad memory. I kind of just, I kind of just recognize and have a small moment of sadness as I delve a little bit too deep into a memory and then recompose myself. Mm. Uh, yes? Would, would the energy that Frida gives off uh, be similar to the type of energy that Fiamma or Elma give off? Um, probably closest to Fiamma. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, the okay. one that gets, like, really passionate about <laughs> right. any one particular thing that they choose to... Okay. Fiamma so is the embodiment is of hyperfixation. Not yeah. New- it's not a a, a new a mm. new pers- another new personality I have to get used to. It's one that I've already learned to adjust to. Yes, you are. learned to adjust. Okay. Um, Perhaps we can. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, get out so we're not crowding this little office, this small mid- doctor's office. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, Rosalind, uh, I I hope you don't think it was rude, but uh, these two in particular, he points to Lana and he points to Hayden, who hasn't introduced himself yet, but. Uh, they're, they're wondering if you uh, might know of anything historically relating to... Uh, Hay- Hayden, do you mind? Oh. Hi. Uh... Oh. Oh, sorry. I just short-circuited. Uh, y- yeah, we're... We are... Oh, God, where did we get? We've had a bit of difficulties, so to speak. I give a little and chocolate. among other things, we are we are interested in well, generally speaking, 
the local history of sorts, but also the magic of this land. It's my understanding that it's been without some for well, quite some at time. At the but... mention of magic and history, her eyes just light up, just, uh, light up just a bit because that is like her big passion. I'll be like, well, what do you want to know? Uh, I can certainly uh, maybe advise you if I've read about this before, if I've encountered this before. I've done a lot of travel. I've been traveling for a long time now. Are Hayden's scars currently visible, or is he able to cover uh, them up mostly with clothing? Or how does we? Yeah. Um, I'll say, Hayden, if you focus hard enough, you can make the scars disappear temporarily. Do you think Hayden would have thought to do that before entering the room? Uh, n- no. Uh, then, you, then yes, uh, Rosalind, you see these iridescent scars on Hayden. And Frida, you also see them. Uh, Ros- Rosalind, go ahead and roll me a history check. Ooh. Frida, you roll me uh, a for- arcana check with advantage. Hey. All right. Uh, real quick for the record, uh, Hayden is not walking around yeah, shirtless, you, you so just not see it all, like, the full on extent arm, of the scar isn't visible. Well. Okay. That's a twenty-two. I think Frida probably gets a little cl- close to Hayden. Lana just, will like, sort of stares over his, his bodyguard <laughs> as this person gets a little bit close without invitation. Oh. Oh. We. We have uh, my apologies, questions, just but we haven't asked him yet. I got it. Well, my father is actually a historian. Um, I'm I'll sure sort of look over to Priscilla. Easily be able to answer um, as well. Think maybe. Yeah, it was, it's here? everything. I'm uh, getting the distinct impression that being public about certain matters is uh, not uh, good in this right, place. Ryder goes and uh, closes uh, the doors and the windows. Uh, what did you get, Rosalind? Uh, I, I got, got a 22 a, on that arcana, I by the way. I got a 13 on the history. Um, Can you get a sec? I also have a question for the name. Yeah, yes? <laughs> um, the last time that Frida had announced her name, would, like, I maybe recognize the name? Um, roll a history check. It's like, I know. I'm, I yeah, know you, Rosalind, Frida's you know. father because I've worked with him. Get a nine. Um, you thought there's like a Luke Crowley who you think publishes some books. You think. You've never read them before, though. <laughs> no, I'm not muted. So, Frida, with that 22 um, Arcana check, a word pops into your head. Like, even though you've read all these, like, history books, you, for a brief moment almost hear another voice in your head that's similar to yours, but different enough that you think it's weird for a second. And the voice says arcane hemorrhage, and you're like, wait, what? Oh, and then you kind of like comb through your knowledge of arcana and what you uh, knew from like your dad's history books. Um, Arcane hemorrhage is a condition that afflicts people who expend intense amounts of magic in uh, in very short periods of time. Like, normally, like, there's, like, the reason that spells require certain amounts of time is for the safety of the magical practitioner 
that is casting spells. If you release too much magic at once, it can be dangerous. In most cases, incredibly fatal. Um, you you gather that like Hayden's isn't necessarily fatal, but it is debilitating. And as far as you know, the only thing that would heal it would be a gentle but very large influx of magic into his system. More than like a single mage's own body can naturally produce. Like, almost like a blood transfusion, but like with magic. Alright. Uh, I just pause for a second and just get really excited and say, this, this is an arcane hemorrhage. I, you're a caster, you've you cast a lot of magic for this to happen to you. And, like, she's just giddy I am full right now. having a panic attack and going and, just, like, checking the windows and, like, making sure everything's blockaded yeah. and being extremely yeah, paranoid like, right now. <laughs> um, Not at all. <laughs> it's like, it sounds you're like losing blood! Is this, like, a dog I've never like, seen anything like, like getting it. really excited about, like a, like, a really rare disease that's gonna make their career <laughs> completely callous of the patient in front of them who's Absolutely. suffering from it? Please tell me is that it, Frida uh, pokes him. I'm, 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 I'm not touching anybody. <laughs> but, like, my hands are, like, hovering over I the will, arm, like, uh, uh, ooh. Uh, yes, actually, Lana it, will just sort it of take a hand axe and move Frida's hands see... away from oh, the captain. Frida, perhaps? Oh, uh, I'm uh, no danger to you. So we don't crowd all these newcomers? Yes, yes. Sounds like they're not very familiar with this. Uh, right, right. Uh, area or place? Uh, I, I take a... I take a few steps back and just pull up my tarot deck and just start shuffling it in like hyperfixation mode, just kind of staring down. Frida, pause for just a second. Uh, inhale, hold yes. for three seconds, and then exhale. Yes. I'm just very excited. This is interesting. This I, is usual that, here. I get that, but to calm down. I've been learning how to do that with the uh, the meditation that my masters have been teaching me. Perhaps you should learn some of their. I can yes. teach you just. Oh, I do. I do um, various types of like uh, gnosis type meditations. Um, Frida, um, you are pulling okay. out your deck. <sighs> um, okay, you're doing a reading on. Yes. Aiden. Pull me an Arcana check. Aiden, uh, yes. would you like? Do you like... basically allow them to do a reading on? Uh, y yes, I I actually have uh, uh, something yeah, I'd like okay. to say to Frida while this is going on, if that's okay. What? All right. Before that's we get to that, that roll. All right. Oh, I was going to say before we uh, see to the results of yeah. the roll. Yeah. If that's right. Uh, Frida, was it? I take it you <laughs> would like a closer look? Uh, well... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be rude, I'm just... We don't see magic here, really, and I've been studying all my life. Yes, I would love a closer look. Uh, well, alright then, just, uh... Be gentle, will you? And I'm going to reach out, just showing my left arm. Okay. 
Okay. I'm going to approach as I just continue shuffling. Just kind of captivated you, by this. What is it that's got Priscilla so worried? I'll speak up at this point. Magic has been uh, extinguished and gone for a hundred years now from this planet. No, I don't think any of us have ever... Yes. Uh, have any... Uh, there's very few people here that remember a time before when magic existed in this world. Would any... Yes. But my father was there. <laughs> and then Wick the Dick took uh, it all away. What? Oh, from the whole planet. Okay. Magic <laughs> is awakening. So why is everyone afraid and not uh, excited? Wouldn't it be a good thing? I would just like to point it out there. Well, I'm excited. You, would any of you pull out a coin purse overflowing with gold in a shady alleyway? Similarly... If you've never experienced, if you've never experienced something before and you don't know anything about it, it might be a little nerve-wracking. Imagine you've never seen snow before and suddenly it's covering everything. Lana, who is a foreigner on a foreign planet, everything she's experiencing uh, is brand new, is a little bit... Uh, um, not following because that's not her her own natural response to new things. But um, Frida, um, you you pull cards for Hayden, and what you get from your yes. reading. Um, again, I'm I'm not so into tarot that I can like tell you the specific cards, but what you get from the reading is <laughs> that's all right. Someone powerful with love in their life and that power was lost is what you immediately get from Hayden uh, as far as like their past goes um you you gather that Hayden might be like the most magically right. powerful entity you've encountered thus far uh, aside from like Wick the literal god that you met a few months ago <laughs> she's just uh Jumping giddily, like, all right, all right, all, right. all major arcana. Uh, for their present, you know that, Car um, obviously you know their affliction, and that's what the cards read to you, is like a powerful affliction. But there is a solution, and in the future, or like a potential yeah. future of like, you know, asking the question, like, how, how do we remove this, uh, affliction? You, the... What you get is a a person with powerful guilt directed towards themselves is somehow the solution. It's close. You gather the solution is close, but you don't exactly know what it is. Yay, it's Avalon IRL. I kind of, um, I'm probably going to keep some of that to myself, unless Hayden asks more, because the cards aren't set in stone, and I don't want to get Hayden's hopes up in any way, shape, or form. Uh, this is an entirely new experience for me, so I'm just going to, I'm going to ask a few prodding questions, trying to discern, you know, 
what exactly the cards mean and what is this practice. It's it like... not something I'm familiar with. Oh, sorry, uh, this I was is just going to say I would Tara. like to um, sorry, point what was that, Jillian? point that um, Jalen is standing quite close behind Frida, like, watching Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> looking at the cards, just she's oblivious. very curious. She's seen cards before, but she's never really seen them work. Yeah. So I, um, I see some kind of solution. Um, this is so. This is tarot. It's used for divination. Um, it's kind of intuitive. You you read, rather, a potential future or something related to your past or present uh, in the cards. Um, I'm, I'm seeing something involving guilt. There's a solution close, but I believe some kind of guilt has to be resolved for that solution to be found in regards to the, the hemorrhage. Ah, I see. Uh, well, thank you, Frida, for your insight. I'll, uh, you mentioned <clears throat> the empire my on our um after me with with what I've um unveiled back there. I, I are people do people frown upon healing in these parts? I'm simply confused. It was a bit of divine assistance to the gods and them and their oh, yeah. mention of the empire. Rosalind's gonna just off and, and but say nothing else. Generally speaking, the majority of people on this planet understand only one person has magic abilities, and that's the one that took away the magic from the world. So it's a little suspicious that one person mm -hmm. of all of the people that we've all met suddenly has the ability to use magic. Not to mention that... Oh, not God. to mention that... Just being able to use this is going to draw the attention. Too many powerful... Well, would want to use you. Well, it's not... It's not even what I did, at least. It wasn't... I wouldn't call it magic in, uh, in a, I will say, uh, any sort of yeah, proper none of you sense have heard of a Phoenix Queen before. It's simply an outpouring of my mistress, the Phoenix Queen. Do you not have gods? That? Do you not have gods here that lend their, their aid to the followers and believers? Most of us have not anymore. That would be the absence I feel then. The situation might be more grave than I believe if... Uh, suddenly, all of you hear fireworks and outside. All, all I'm saying is that you're drawing a lot of attention to yourself by using that. So just callously. And welcome! Carelessly. The, the annual Autumn Hollow Harvest Festival will now be. I draw my glaive. <laughs> and there's like cheers and applause um, wildly. What is... Uh... uh uh, do you mind if we take a short break here? Sure. No. Uh, sure. Oh, DM, I have one more. Uh, I have yeah, one quick do. question. And all of the time that I've been traveling around, how how many uh like uh, uh any sort of like 
um, magical items do you think I have discovered in all of my dungeon dive and all of my archaeological um, digs? How rare are we talking? Uh, are? Or how well, common I don't are think it? you've explored a proper dungeon. You've you've gone to like a few historical places no. that like have that kind of um well yeah you're you're basically mm-hmm. the the inst- the arcane institute or that you are a part of are the, the, yeah, the archonist archive yeah. is generally speaking more interested in history you've heard rumors but like most of the time you like inspect the rumors and then they're like not magic at all okay so i haven't actually found any like magical items or things that have been enchanted to become magical no. items um, I will say, even with okay, your low never roll, found any... there's something unnatural about Hayden's ring. Who knows? Uh, with that yeah, 13 history? There's something, there's just an unnatural vibe from Hayden's ring. Oh, well, I mean, don't, don't stop in on my account. <laughs> I was gonna say, we I, like feel those like, here. <laughs> I, I feel like, um, Rosalind's, um, sense of duty is how this party becomes the babysitter's club. (laughs) If you knew my backstory at all, you would understand (laughs) why. Yes. (laughs) Anyway, we we open back. Uh, All of you are in the uh, doctor's office uh, with Ryder. Uh, The festival opening was just announced. Um, Ryder takes the moment to kind of say, look, uh, everyone is... um, I know all of you have a lot of questions for each other and and everything, but uh, I will say the festival only comes around once a year. We can... uh, I I don't mean to invalidate anyone's feelings and, you know, this is just a suggestion, but I was just going to suggest that um, we could all go out and enjoy the festival and uh, Priscilla, if you want to join the the tournament, you'll have to sign up within the hour. Uh, Where do we sign up? Uh, yeah, I suppose yeah. she kind of slowly puts her glaive back on her uh, on her back, and her hands are still kind of shaking from the loud bang as her paranoia was already yeah, through was the just roof. Gonna, just, like put a, a hand on her shoulder, and then he's looking right. She's looking right at Ryder, and she's like, while giving um, Priscilla's shoulder like a, a squeeze to try to like calm her down, she looks right at him, and he goes. Where do we sign up? Uh, it, uh, I can, uh, I can direct the way. Um, and Ryder will, um... Um, would I be familiar with, uh, what this tournament looks like? Um, you Do I know what this tournament is about? Um, oh, uh, uh, I guess I should explain for, uh, Lana and Hayden. Uh, it's, uh, uh, it is a combat tournament. Uh, you pair up in teams... Uh, the teams can be as many as uh, seven, uh, and uh, it, the grand prize for winning is uh, 25 gold per each person that uh, in the team. Well, considering that I have zero of this world's currency, that sounds like a good deal. <laughs> Might be useful to have a healer on the team after all. Um, well, that would be... Nice. Um, unfortunately, I can't do that again until after I uh, rest up a bit. I could help you get to rest if you'd like. And she, like, taps the backside of her axe. 
Um, Lana just sort of cocks her head. Um, no, no, uh, no, thank you. As, after all, as you said, uh, best to keep it under wraps, right? It wouldn't want um, certain eyes prying. You can keep it under wraps without holding it back. You just can't see you do it. And she just shrugs. Does We can't it's make a, use uh, of it. I mean... Fair in private. It's um <laughs> just a reminder that it, it when I channel the dawn mistress's power, the light of the dawn itself does emit from does my anybody hands. Anybody have a flash so... sheet? <laughs> <laughs> because so are we planning uh, uh, just to um get my wrap my head around this strategy? We're going to. Go around in a bed sheet like children playing ghouls in the woods, and uh, to hide the use of the divine intervention. Only those of us that glow when we use magic. Well, hopefully, no one else most, is using magic. That, that's it, right? I, There's only I'm one person. You, it's not really magic what I just did. I don't. I'm not casting a spell. I'm just infusing the divine radiance of the goddess of rebirth. I hate to break it to you, but that's what magic is. Right, and... And, uh, and yeah, no, no. Regardless, no, no, no. I'm okay, more uh, of a well, I'm, myself. I'm I, uh, uh, yes, uh, let's, uh, sort of, let's like, uh, get to the, uh, to the town square. Um, so, uh, I, I already posted it in the maps, but I will post it again in the live chat. A general map of the, uh, town square, uh, for the festival. Uh, the town has kind of a crossroads, though, um, there are no vehicles, uh, operating tonight. Uh, in the center of town, there is a, uh, a large fountain. Uh, and standing on top of the fountain, there is a statue of a somewhat androgynous figure in these, like, uh, healer's robes, what looks like. Like, um, like, like you would guess that this is almost like a doctor or cleric of some kind. Um, just standing, uh, in the midst of this, uh, uh, pool, uh, and their hands are stretched down into the water on either side would of them. I, would I be able to recognize who this is supposed to be? Um, roll a history check. Would I also, would I also be able to roll that history check? Yeah. I imagine I'd be able yeah, to. Yeah, go, go ahead. I'll um, say Rosalind with advantage because, uh, you were studying too? the local history of the area for your last expedition. I got a 16. Okay, well, what the... Uh, I got a 15. 23. Uh, so 23 you, uh, you stand uh, at the town fountain and you see this figure. Um, Rosalind, you do know uh, vaguely, uh, and Jial uh, and I would say that you also kind of know vaguely, that this figure was a doctor of sorts who... Um, was very prominent to the town a long time ago. Um, this was back, actually, during the Age of Magic. Um, 
Uh, Frida, I think you remember the story a little better just because the way that your father, you know, recited it to everyone in a very, like, dramatic fashion. Um, this was Alexia Stone was their name. They were the child, the eldest child, uh, of a famous sculptor from Autumn Hollow named uh, Rohan Stone. And you know that they died in the midst of a war and that their father crafted this statue in their likeness and, uh, for, uh, and in their memory. And um, apparently, back during the Age of Magic, this statue would animate if the town was ever in danger and, like, fight to protect the town, uh, theoretically could heal people. Um, it obviously hasn't moved at all since, you know, the extinguishing, but it is a, it is a fascinating tale, and your father told it very well. Uh, I suppose I reiterate that in the most theatric way that I can to everyone else, and then just kind of look at the statue, kind of sad. Yeah, it doesn't move very, anymore. Such a heavy burden you can feel across the yes. whole land. And who did you blame it on, Frida? Yes, quite. Wick. Oh, that was Wick. Um, the trickster god sealed away all the magic, and he tells everyone a different reason as to why him, he did you it. Him Wick, I met um, him. He's kind of an what asshole. What the title you gave well, him? Not the kind dick? of. What is a di- what is a dick? <laughs> oh. Uh, Wick the dick, yes, that is... Well, um, ma'am, it is... Uh, yes, the, the oh, so here's, here's the, uh, uh, here's the, uh, uh sign out. And, and there's just this, uh, old lady who's, like, uh, like, looking at you aghast. Um, okay, uh... Yellen just kind of, like, sticks a finger out from, like, her, her groin area. Gosh, no! What? <laughs> Lana will nod and say, yes, "Oh, that, that I I understand now." Uh, hmm. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it it, so it are, was uh, a so jest. Are you signing um, up for though, the I prefer people or? call him that. <laughs> um. Uh, are all uh, yes. Yes. Uh, I, I'm. I I'm going to write all of our names down. <laughs> uh, I. I will not actually yes. be participating. Um, in I'm excited tournament. for a scrap. We only I, have I accidentally have already wrote down Hayden's name. Can I kind of scratch out Hayden's <laughs> name? Like the captain needs to caress. Yes, I am far too tired. The thoughts of combat. Uh, I will. Well, I will ask to be honest, out it's of nearly enough to make me faint. Hayden, do you want to participate in the tournament or not? <laughs> Um, no, just con- considering the the direction currently going with Hayden, uh, with still being uh, mostly out of it from his injuries, I feel like it would uh, not make oh, sense okay. for him to I, throw I himself do, into combat you, deliberately. I do want you to know that your injuries are, like, kind of magical in nature, and that, like, if you... I, I don't mean to, like, stop you from, you, the player, from enjoying the combats that I have planned if you don't. Uh, if you want to participate in them. Like, I, yeah, I, I'm just, yeah, I I don't know if it's a metagaming or not, I just don't, I want you to make sure you, the player, are having a fun time. 
Um, oh no, well, I absolutely um, I'm having a blast. I was just gonna like, sure. look at Hayden and she goes, You could be our tactician or our Are Hayden's uh injuries um, still I glowing? imagine Hayden would have willed them uh to disappear when going into a big public space. Oh yeah, say, absolutely. after the conversation yeah. we just had, I would hope so. Um, uh, I mean, uh, lots of people like <laughs> si have multiple people sign up and then just kind of stay in the back because they want more money. It's it's how it works. I I get it. Don't worry. You can all you're signed up. Well, his 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 name uh, will join yeah, us I, I so can that, do that then. they just can get, receive uh, a uh, lots of people actually just like step out of the ring like first thing you do. As yeah. soon as you're knocked out of the ring, you're like out of the fight. And you know it doesn't necessarily penalize your team or anything. Uh, it's it. I Jason's get it. Still with us? Uh, no, Jason and Gilman were back arguing. See, about. then uh, count me in. Were they? Were they like doing like dad bro like cart like <laughs> uh, a, a tool sh like comparing uh, toolboxes like, sort of just thing? Art well. It's it's one of those arguments between like, uh, like a scientist and an art major, like a science major and an art major, you know, type thing. Where like Jason is coming it's at quite it from the like presence or absence of all color. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you could be sitting there listening to that conversation. You know, Dude, I feel like that one's gonna lie. like look at the guy that is uh, doing the signups because he's probably like. <laughs> Somebody who lives here, at least she would assume so. And she just like looks at him kind of with slightly squinty eyes, and you can't tell if it's because like she's trying to understand or if it's because she has hair in her eyes. She goes, Roughly, if you had to estimate how much you think it would cost to open up a Smith's shop in this town. Uh, uh, you you ask the person next to the because uh, I guess there's two people at the sign up and one's a guy and one's a uh, the guy is like uh let's see I'd say like probably like the property itself would be like close to 500 gold or something like that. Well, that's a little unfortunate. Uh. Um. She just leaves it at that. Yep. That's all okay. she had. Okay. She wanted to know. Um. All right. So. Uh, it'll it'll be within the hour. Uh, uh, be sure to enjoy the festival until then. Uh, and they hand each of you a flyer. This flyer uh includes a map of the festival on the back. Um, and just to kind of help break down this map for uh you uh all of y'all. Um, all of the green places are concessions there's um you know different carts with like uh foods and candies and there's obviously the big uh food area over in the on the southwest um uh each of the red places are a different carnival game of some kind um on the flyer each of them have like a, a little square or space that uh um, that is blank right next to the game and uh, the the woman explains uh, each of the each of our game vendors here have a special stamp if you collect at least three 
then you can return that flyer and be entered into our uh, lottery for a brand new horse and cart. Sounds um, useful and convenient. Well, Does anybody want to go with me to find stamps in the meantime? Because <laughs> that sounds... Uh, yes. It would be delightful so, to do some gentle merriment. Yes, I think that would be so fun. And say I will... that each of you can visit uh, a concession if you like and do one game before a round of the tournament fighting begins. All right, what are so, the games? Uh, okay, we got okay, okay. Shoot, Those are mainly per... for me to like uh, to remember. Uh, each of the games is a different skill on your uh, character sheet. So there's there's basically one for every sheet right. or for La- every skill, and also the two games uh, that aren't associated with skills directly. There is Whack-A-Nole, which is a uh, based around like making melee attacks, and there's the Shooting Gallery, which is based around making ranged attacks. Um, Lana will go uh, to either the Charisma. Strength or melee weapon attack game. Um, um, if anybody else wants one of those, Lana will seed one of them too. I would like to do the one that's related to. Oh, I, I would like to do the one that's related okay. to acrobatics. Um, so, okay, so we got one for the acrobatics. Yes, um, Lana I'm, will probably go that. for either whack a knoll or um or a high striker. Uh, high strikers like when you hit a hammer with the uh, with the thing and make the bell ring. That game. Uh, so one for acrobatics, right. one for. Uh, do you want that. to go to athletics or do you want to go uh, for whack and roll? Um, is there a so uh, is there like uh, a the charisma based one? games are karaoke, uh, and then there's the gambling tent where. Uh, where you could use your charisma skills and gamble for money. Oh no! Um, does either does anyone else want to do? Because I feel like I think Gialdin and um, Priscilla might also be good at the the strength games. Real quick, like, would will we have time to hit all of the stamps if uh, we the, if we uh, play? The, the, uh, to, to reiterate, the first round of the tournament is in an hour, and then they're gonna like break, and then we'll we'll do the cycle again. So like, then you'll have another chance to pick a second game, and then like a third game uh, before the final round. Is how I had this planned out. So so theoretically, there's enough time for each of you to play one uh, three games total. Perfect. Uh, but I think Lana would actually do the karaoke <laughs> since um. The hearth song okay. is my sort of uh, okay uh, epidem. So, uh, so we got one for the obstacle course. We got one for the karaoke. <laughs> I love that. Um, Sister Jalen, what are you? Uh, what game interests you? What is Priscilla doing? Uh, uh, yeah, what's Priscilla doing? I'm gonna okay. head for the the athletics athletics space skill. Uh, what about? Uh, are you gonna go to that as well, Jalen? Um. I think I'm gonna go for the strength one. Yes. I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so both of you are going together, and then uh, Frida, what game interests you? Uh, 
I can try uh, for one of the intelligence is, uh, ones. Is there one for uh, the um, one Arcana or History? Uh, okay, I kind of lumped all the lore skills into one. Alright. Uh, there's also there's also uh, an investigation game if you would rather play that. That works for me. <laughs> I'll try that one. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll try the, Hayden, what are you the QM one first and then maybe the investigation one another time. I don't suppose you have anything for uh, uh, again the uh, that's mostly the gambling deception, intimidation even. So, so yeah, you could. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah. Okay, so let's go with uh, <laughs> Fuck it. Why not? Let's gamble. First. Uh, okay, sorry. Let me pull up the ox. Okay, so you okay. you pull up to this uh this wide open obstacle course, and it's. It's pretty impressive. There's, like, even a pool that, like, people get knocked into, and there's all these different uh, platforms, and uh, nothing is uh, moving quite just yet. Um, but you see that there's these two absolutely ripped uh, were-rat halflings. Uh, they they kind of see you uh, approaching... Uh... Oh, uh, I, I should say, do you stop to get a concession of any kind before you play this game? Do I? I assume yeah, you I have, have some currency on, on me. I have money. Okay. Okay, then yes. I would like to stop at a, a stand that is uh, offering uh, uh, like light, uh, like light munchy, uh, like mun light munchy okay. foods uh, so, and or drinks. Okay. Uh, like you, beverages. You do pass by the lemonade stand. Uh, there's an old, uh, there's an old gnomish man Ooh, with a white perfect. shirt, yellow pants, and a, a leather apron. Uh, uh, howdy there, my name's Mark Jenkins. Would you like some lemonade? I, I would love some lemonade, Mr. Jenkins. Uh, do, what, do you have, as, uh, do you have different flavoring hmm, options, or I is have, it just I have, uh, fresh, fresh squeezed lemonade. I also have, a. Uh, some raspberries and some blueberries that we can crush in there at the same time. And then you'll have, like, blueberry or raspberry lemonade. I would love to have uh, some fresh squeezed lemonade with raspberries wonderful, added wonderful. in. That sounds uh, delicious. I have to get these lemons and raspberries in a, uh, uh, the next town over. Uh, tricked a long way. Ooh, certainly. Uh, uh, that's two uh, What do I owe pieces. you? Few copper pieces. Um, let's see what I haven't. Uh, as you're kind of digging through your chain, she's like, you know what? Uh, I saw the entrance to one of them there dungeons. And he kind of like nods at you, like, hmm. I'll need to. I'm on my way to uh, do some activities, but perhaps I can stop back by later. Oh, and certainly, get some more certainly. It's a. Uh, and you. See that someone from thank the you, other side you. of the road uh, shouts at you. This person at like a tea stand is like, "Don't listen to Mark. They're full of it." Uh, and Mark shouts back, <laughs> "I saw what I saw." I will. I will, uh, I, will I will make. I will judge the information myself. But uh, um, uh, I will uh, give them. Uh, give them an. Uh, the two copper pieces. Uh, 
I'm. Uh, and so. As you drink. Is that one? Ooh, okay. You gain four temporary. I rolled a four on the d4. Oh, nice. That's that's pretty okay. cool. Okay, I'll add that for more temp HP. And as I'm drinking that, uh, I will give him the two copper pieces, and then I will head. I'm gonna just take a quick look around. Do I? I know that my uh, at least uh, uh, Oma and oh, what's and then the Erdzunasi Master are here. Do I know if all four of my uh, instructors are here, or is it just um, the two of them? So all four of your masters are here. Uh, you you actually look uh, out in the crowds, and you see that Fiyama is over by the ring toss game, trying to like uh, get the biggest prize, and uh, they like they like get one or like two out of three rings but then they miss the last one and they're like curses again it's like uh okay <laughs> and uh the uh and uh leon the, the water master is most is just over by the concession stand buying uh um what appears to be a brick of chocolate you're not entirely sure what that's about but Okay, uh, if I, if I happen to walk past any of them, I'll wave hi to, uh, hi to them on my way and tell them that I'm heading towards the obstacle course if they would uh, like to, uh, uh yeah, watch. They, uh, yeah, they, they come over and they're like, yeah, we'd, uh, love to see you before we, uh, you know, have to, we're, we're heading out of town after we, uh, uh, we're heading out of town after, uh, the festival. Yeah. Uh, uh, Lee, Lee and, that. uh... Yeah. Oh, um... Sorry, you, Lee and, uh, steps forward and says, Rosalind, I must ask you again. When the individual struck you, was the motion more like this? And they throw their arm forward, like, relatively fast, like, you know, a quick jab. Or like this. And they do it again, but their fist is so much faster, it's almost like a blur of motion. And so I'll answer the I'll answer yeah. the question you, you know honestly it's, because you know that it I, was I, I, closer well, to remember. a blur of motion than it was a fast punch. And you're and they kinda It was much it was much closer nod, to that second uh, motion. A little solemnly they're like and that means this individual has gone beyond limitations of a normal physical body. If that is the case, then they might have mm. learned the arts of key. We will we will have to take a very thorough investigation when we get back to make sure I hope it was not one of our sisters. And Viyama's like, I, I swear if it was one of our sisters, I I'm gonna... And you see Viyama kind of trails off like that. Like, you know teaching... Yes, uh huh. They would be very, very upset yeah, by, if it was yeah, by sister, one of their sisters that by sisters the they sky. do mean the general and practitioners of martial arts. But you do know that, like teaching, yeah, you remember teaching a man uh -huh. I, I martial it. arts in the Red Blossom Queendom is a 
death sentence. They, yeah, strictly forbidden. One of their strictly most forbidden. forbidden things. Strictly forbidden. Yes. Um, I, as we're walking along, uh, I will mention to them that I, uh, we, uh, I, along with some uh, new companions, uh, have signed oh, up for that, the that be fighting tournament uh, as I'll, well. I'll try to watch, but, uh, uh, Fiyama says, uh, I'll try to watch, but, um, I need to beat that game first. And they look, and they're, and they're just glaring over at the ring toss game. <laughs> I swear it's rigged. <laughs> Perhaps I can... I'm guessing that, I, I'm guessing that it I is, so that they can make more money, but... dirty not conquer me. <laughs> I'm sure you'll get it. You are sm- um... Okay, yes, you, I'm assuming by this the, point we've uh, gone the all the way over place. to the uh, uh, You see that it is uh, obstacle by like these two uh, kind of okay. lycanthropic individuals with like this uh, uh, they're both short with these uh, almost like whiskers on their face and uh, one of them looks over at you and says Hey, I'm Chris. This is Scully. We're the gym and we are the gym rats and they both pose we're doing an exclusive deal on our membership, and to promote okay. our new gym, we're we're setting up this obstacle course. And they both pose again. Um, neither you nor your masters are impressed. And I just kind no, I just kind I slightly roll my eyes and I'm like, uh, 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 yes, so see to participate. One to play. Okay, okay, I will give them a silver piece. Uh, all right. Cool. Um, uh, you just gotta make it from one end of the obstacle course to the other. Uh, and because you um, you have your masters cheering you on, um, you can roll your... Uh, you can re-roll a failed check one time in the, the course of this challenge. So, first, roll me your first acrobatics check. Uh, Hold on, my phone is kind of glitching on me. <laughs> okay. You're fine, you're fine. Okay. Here we go. Uh, roll an acrobatics check. Okay. Uh, 19. You effortlessly okay, that's get a past 19. the first few platforms. It's it's honestly almost a little insulting. Uh, but then you're like, oh, wait, this isn't for, you know, people who've dedicated their lives to uh, perfecting their physical body necessarily. Uh, and you get to, uh, you, you get past the platforms, uh, to this next section where, uh, uh, you have to, like, run across these monkey bars, and at this moment, the two gym rats, they, like, run on either side of these, uh, of the monkey bars, and they start, like, cranking these wheels, and these moving, uh, uh, pillars that are made of foam start like swinging uh, all around the space that you would have to go through the monkey bars. Um, so, uh, what do you do? Um, uh, is uh, the yeah, a, platform I'm standing on is it stable? I'm gonna I'm gonna take like ten take like five to ten seconds to try and see if I can uh, time how fast these things are swinging back and forth uh, so I can time it correctly and then try and run, ac- okay. run across so, after I figured um, out the timing of okay. it. Okay, for, for that I will give you an extra d4 to roll to this next check. 
So go ahead and make another acrobatics check. Okay. You have one reroll. Oh no! Yeah, I'm gonna use it because my acrobatics check was a nat one. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna use that reroll. You got to be joking! (laughs) That is two nat ones in a Uh, row. You. So even with yeah, even with uh all my pluses and the d4 added, it was still only an eleven. Okay. How did so I do two that ones uh, in a as row? you're uh, monkeying across these, um, hand over hand, kind of focusing on the timing, uh, one of your hands slips, and uh, you're hit by one of the phone things as you swing, uh, and uh, uh, you, uh, I I think with a nat one, you fall down into the water at that point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Double but it's that one, one you gotta respect on the, it. With the re-roll, I fall, I fall in. Yeah. No, you don't so take any damage. I fall damage. in, do I take any damage at all? Yeah, your run's over. But I'm oh, guessing so my run close. is over. You did unless so I want to try again. Uh, and your master's kind of nod like, mm, that, you had a good start. <sighs> yeah. I was hoping I'd do well in front of them, trying to impress them just a bit, but... Do I have enough time to um, try and run it again, I, theoretically? Or do I have to wait until uh, the, I, after I'll the I'll say, after for the, the sake of fairness, uh, we did say one game each, so we'll, we'll say you could probably... Yeah, try that's fine. Sister Jolin and Priscilla, both of you walk... Uh, both of you walk up to That's fine, a, that's fine, that's fine. Uh, the High Striker game. Um, you see that there is, um, uh, there's no one here right now, but in the desk in front of you, there's a little bell. But, uh, almost like a... No hesitation. Jalen? One gold, one, one, one gold bet between the two Wait, of what, us? Who gets, you say? Who puts the bell higher? One gold bet between the two of us about which one's able to... Mm. Beat the other? She like strokes her her. I guess she kind of has a beard. <laughs> she like strokes her beard. At deal, yeah. Let's do uh, it. Uh, someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, ring you the hear bell. Someone running over. <laughs> uh, you see this little uh, halfling in a kind of co- uh, uh, in kind of a suit with, like, really long coattails, uh, kind of a plump man, uh, with a long mustache that is curled, uh, on either side. Hello there! I'm Philip J. Astoboggle, an entertainer extraordinaire! Uh, how would you like to step right up to High Striker? And they, uh, point to the, uh, High Striker game behind them. Out of curiosity, am I taller than the high striker? Uh, I'll say, I'll say no, just for, just for the sake of fun. It's, um, we'll say fifteen feet tall. It's a okay. That's really tall, but yeah, let's let's say yeah. I'm I'm sticking by it. Also really tall. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, uh, go ahead and uh, take the hammer here. And uh, which one of you lovely ladies would like to start first? It's a one super play. Would you like to go first, Priscilla? Uh, sure. I can start us off. I kind of put my gold into uh, into uh, 
into put one gold into Jialan's hand and pay the, the, the ticket price. And I slowly start walking up. Um So what's the what, what's what's it, what's it kinda of look like? What is like the what you, does the game you look take like? A hammer. Uh, it's kind of a heavy sledgehammer. It's uh it's not really like balanced for combat, it's just like a heavy hammer. Uh, and you have to strike it down on this pedestal in order to cause a weight to fly up and ring the bell at the very top. Uh, you see, like, there are different, like, um, levels on, uh, the, the game, uh, like, uh, uh, pro like, win a, a small prize is, like, kind of the, uh, a third of the way up, and then, uh, further up, about, like, two-thirds up, there is, like, a uh, win a larger prize, and then uh, grand prize kind of written uh, uh, around the top of the bell. Ring the bell for the top prize type thing. Alright. I kind of grab the uh, sledgehammer, and I'm going to kind of like lean it up on my shoulder, like kind of resting it across my neck. I'm going to take two steps uh, back and like one step to the left of the, of the target. How much room is up here? Uh, it's um, about... Okay. Three, How two, big is the target? Diameter? Well, a foot in diameter. Okay. That's, that's more reasonable. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to... I, I'm going to try to tuck my right shoulder down, swinging my, my right leg up and over to do like a sideways flip in order to bring some more uh, momentum okay. behind I, the uh, I like sledgehammer that and then strike. You can add a d4 to your athletics check. So, here's standard athletics before the D4. Okay. That is a 15 for a 20. Um, on 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 the on the athletic score, <laughs> and then a four for you the uh, bring D4. The so that puts me at 24. Uh, and it's kind of like it's kind of like looks <laughs> like like one of those parkour things when it flip and uh, hit the uh, weight. Uh, the weight goes flying and. Ding! Rings the bell. Oh! Grand prize here! Uh, and they, uh, so, uh, and they get out, um, uh, there's, there's a few different <laughs> ones, but, uh, what kind of animal does Priscilla like? Because they are, uh, the prize here is a jumbo-sized stuffed animal. Uh, well, I, I really like, uh, oh, oh, those, a penguin. those birds that live up in the cold, but I've never seen one, so I don't know what exactly they look like. Uh, Right here, and what? they hand you what just like called? a giant penguin. I I love him. I I need to come up with a name, and I kind of uh, step to the side, uh, and I've completely forgotten about the bet that I made with Jialan. <laughs> Can I feasibly say that, like during the time that um, Priscilla was doing this, that I could have possibly like collected some crates and barrels and stuff and like created a little set of stairs for them <laughs> sure and then climbed on top oh, of it no. okay yes <laughs> okay um i would like to jump from the top of this like staircase of crates and barrels <laughs> and i would like to like Cannonball into go go go, go the, ahead and the, roll uh, an the, athletics the check with advantage. Okay. The athletic. 
to be clear, uh, Gialid is yeah. just using her weight to come down on this object. You said, screw the rules, I'm jumping not, not on only, this panel. Not only is she jumping, she's like, she's probably gonna knock the barrels and crates down because she's also gonna, like, project herself, like, full force as much as she can get out of the crates and barrels. So it's like, it's like a fall, but it's also like a full-on, like, rocket launch minotaur with a hammer. <laughs> so safe. So completely safe. Couldn't possibly go wrong. Roll your athletics check with advantage. You said athletics, yes, right? Uh, I got a 21 mm. both times. Uh, you cost- you- <laughs> You hit the weight into the bell, and the bell dents. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Oh dear. Uh, you certainly, certainly <laughs> rang the bell there. Not exactly playing by the rules, but I'm gonna give you your prize anyway. Because I'm scared of you. Uh, so, uh, he, what what would you like? She like... What, what kind of animals um, does he have? You, the player, will name an animal and he'll have it. Okay. I have all sorts oh. of obscure animals, plushies. Uh... Jelen, like, draws a long blank for a second. And then she's like... I want a oh, mole. Here you go. And they hand you a uh, giant uh, jumbo stuffed mole. She is thrilled with this and she has to like pinch its nose. He, he also gives it. a stamp for both of your cards. Nice. Uh, wonderful. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, uh, I have to get back to the ring toss. He, uh, and he runs over to the ring toss game. Another! <laughs> and, uh, okay. So, we are moving to, uh, uh, Hayden and Lana, because you two are playing, uh, uh, or, oh, uh, sorry, uh, Hayden's playing the, uh, playing at the gambling tent. Um, Lana, why, why don't we go with, what? I feel like, I feel like. I feel like, Gial like Yalan and I are just in the background arguing yes. about who actually so, won that bet. Um, can we just with, this is a quick retcon before we go off? Can Lana request from the, the Gialan and Priscilla, or maybe even Frida? Um, so magic no go. How do how do people respond to natural shapeshifters? Um, there are people with like curses um, like canthropy. Like so would like, I know that DM? Someone might assume that that's what you have. Um, most people can't like fully shapeshift. Yeah, I, I just I point over to the, right, the gym gonna, rats and I'm like, I'm gonna I, I think you'll be good. Into a fox <laughs> and, a, and okay. take the karaoke uh, stage. You, you see? Uh, let's see. What do I, what do I have for the karaoke stage? I have uh, notes for all of these. Uh, uh, okay. <clears throat> uh, this one is actually two golds to play due to popularity. Oh. Oh, um, Lana will put out two Vitorin uh, gold and hope they don't uh, notice. There's this with, really with tall, using her fox buff, half-orc guy with uh, deep, dark shades, uh, a dark, uh, sort of button-up black shirt uh, that they have tucked into these uh, black slacks. They look down at the coins and they, 
they pull out a little merchant scale and they throw the coins on one end of the scale and they uh, put some weights on the other. And your coins balance out, so they're like, and they just kind of nod, like, yeah, that's gold. Um, yeah, I, um, those are the only two Vatoran coins that I have. I have no money. Um, I'm gonna take the stage as a fox, and, uh, whatever song I'm doing, I'm gonna start doing a, a very, like, gentle melodic howling, like, kind of whistling. Um, and then as I'm in the middle of the song, I'm going to shift into my my kitsune, my humanoid form, and, and continue into a very elegant okay. uh, and beautiful melody uh, Go ahead vocally. and roll three performance checks. I'll say you have one re-roll among them. All right. So I'm going to take that re-roll on the first one, because uh, that's a one. Um... Okay, so eight. I'll, I'll say, like, you transforming is unique enough to give you an extra d4 on these checks. Cool. Uh, so, uh, then uh, the first one is a uh, a 10. The second one is a 24. Um, and the third one is a... Oh, okay. Uh, so a 21. So that's 10. Wait, hold, hold on. I'm, I'm counting this one. So you have uh, a 10, a 24, and a 21. Okay? So. It was. Yes. So that's two. That's one. I'll say four. Um, five, six, seven, eight. Um, go ahead and roll. Uh. 10 D8, or 10 D6. 10 D6, yeah. That's a lot of ones on my D6s. Um, oh, no. <laughs> that was five ones on the D6s. I rolled a I rolled 28. 28 silver pieces that, that people just kind of throw into the bucket when you're done. Oh, oh that's great. Um... Uh, thank yeah, you. that was pretty incredible. I appreciate it. It was lovely. Haven't seen a shapeshifter in a while. Oh no. Um, well, it's just it's so just was sort like of what I do. Grand, um, like who I am, you was know. Was like your father first um, to be you know wolfers or or something, and then another one says, obviously they're a fox. Like don't get it twisted. It's like oh yeah yeah. I mean yeah I, I guess so in my defense definitely I do still have a tail and ears in humanoid form, so it's not like I'm completely. Like a what? But uh, no, I'm I'm a kitsune. I um am. Well, um, well I, I mean, I'm, yeah, I was born this like way. Descendants of my I I don't really know. Par- oh. my, I, I don't really have any parents. I I was um. Some people say that I am the reincarnation of a um, great hey, being. Why, that is why don't you hear me a persuasion check with advantage? Can we hear this conversation? Yeah. You're, you're at a different event right now. It's a 19. Um, I think you guys are at a different uh, event right someone now. Will, the, the people you're talking to take out... Um, roll a d6. They hear <laughs> Sorry, you don't guys. have parents. Uh, three. Parents, and they just subtly take out three gold and put them in your... Uh, in your little bucket. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> let's cut over to Hayden. Uh, Hayden, you are heading <laughs> towards the... Um, 
the gambling tents. Uh, would you like to stop for a concession before you get there? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you see that, like, in front uh, of the tent... No, I'm just going to hand straight over to uh, the gambling kinda tent. Kind of tall goons. Uh, there's, this, uh, there's this tough human woman uh, with kind of, uh, you know, a thick jaw and a scar running across her lips and she's got these uh, she's got her head shaved on one side and uh, next to her is this other like burly gentleman they kind of look at you and they uh, they open the tent for you and inside you can see there are a few different tables but the one where like you would best be able to utilize your um uh yeah, both, uh, the one where you'd best be able to utilize your unique abilities to persuade and deceive is, uh, the poker table. Okay. Uh, it is, uh, let's see. A yo bet. Oh. All right, put my head right for it. Uh, it is a one silver piece ante to play. Uh, I'll, I'll... Uh, <laughs> uh, the dealer... Am I able to discern right which now, one is the dealer? You see this um, thin, uh, drow woman. Uh, or, oh, 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 uh, my apologies. They are a male. Um, so, uh, so, you see this slender drow male with this, uh, slick green suit and like the uh, a white shirt and the sleeves are rolled up and they uh, just kind of calmly regard you. Uh, would you like to be dealt in? I'm going to immediately turn up the charm. Uh, heads up for our lovely players and listeners. Yes, uh, uh, please l- remind Feel free to interrupt me if this uh, gets a little too move on stickers and level. the stop stickers that uh, you can post in live chat at any time. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give the the drow a very sweet look and say Certainly. well of course I would absolutely um, love to play a hand or two. Uh, they uh, <laughs> go ahead and roll 2d6. Uh, that is uh, that'll be your hand for this game. Okay. Uh, what'd you get? Mm, okay. Okay. Um, so, um, here's, here's a how one this and a five game for works. Six. Uh, for, for the sake of ease, I'm just doing, like, one player's set of cards, but there's, like, two or three other people at this table. Um, so, you can, uh... You can choose to re-roll one or both of your dice. Higher is better. Um, but if you do, then you will give your opponent a d4 to their insight check to try to figure out what your hand is. Um, you can also roll insight to try to determine how good your opponent's hand is. And then from there, you can either use persuasion or deception or in- or intimidation to try to get them to either fold or raise their um, bets. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So I am going to re-roll one of these d6. Okay. 
go ahead and roll your deception check. All right, I'll take to, it. Uh, hide how good your hand is. <laughs> oh, absolutely. They got a I'm 13. Just put on That's a the nice number to beat. Pouty face. They buy it hook, line, and sinker. A natural 20 they for 25. Think that you have a terrible hand. So, uh, from here, how are you? Uh, how are you going to persuade them to bet more? Uh, whatever. Yeah, you're. Yeah. Oh, well, I can't say that I'm quite familiar with this t- sort of game, but, oh, uh, you know, well, I don't I mean, think I'm doing all no. that well. Uh, Whatever am I going just, to do with uh, this? This uh, um, early dude kind of leans over at you. Uh, you know, in, in uh, situations like these, uh, you, you keep your cards close to the chest so he can't read them. Uh, you know, it's best to... Uh, uh, you know, bet high, kind of intimidate the other players into backing off. That's a solid strategy. Oh, well, I could do that, but I just, I don't have any more money with um, me. You Perhaps I could tempt them with a little time with me. Um, if, <laughs> yep. For clarity, I'm offering uh So, wait, are you offering this to, exchange uh, for funds. to the to the dealer or like the person across from you, you said at, persuasion at the table and your opponent <laughs> okay yeah it would, this it is would going, be going into the pot, the pot right theoretically. go ahead and roll a persuasion check to see just how everyone at the table is y- y- feeling about that. yes yes they all uh er, there's like uh there's three dudes and there's this that's one going to be a 23 the uh they kind of look to each other and they're like i think uh that's as good as gold one of the guys says and smiles like hey i said something clever um and the the three of them will um bet among each other because now they all want well to win the pot as it were um so uh they they're they're already in a should should we quantify two d20s and that'll be how much gold is on the table uh 29 Someone's, someone, there's, there, yeah, the, the guy who leaned over is, like, dumping money on the table. Let's go. Like, the two others actually, like, kind of back down. Apparently, like, I mean, we all knew that Hayden was a uh, catch, and they, but. Uh, they put their cards on the table, and they're like, uh, see, see, lovely, if you bet high enough then you can intimidate everyone at the table. Look at this. And he throws down, like, an absolute garbage hand with, like, a single pair of twos. Ha! Ah, and I won the pot from all you losers. And he starts, like, scraping up the gold. Yes? Uh, hold uh, on, how, DM. Uh, were they, they have were we going for, like, actual, like, for the poker hand type of thing or just, like, high numbers? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I, well, uh, yeah, I have, let's see, so I kept the five, the, the, the so I have a five and a three for a total of eight. I just, I wanted to make sure that I didn't misunderstand uh, what was happening before. Obviously, there were 12 before. different poker hands, okay. so I made 2d6, so then theoretically... Oh, I, I thought it was got fun. it. I thought it was uh, uh, No, no, you're... Oh, uh, absolutely! You're, I just, I wanted to make sure that I didn't, like, make all of my decisions is. off a of misunderstanding. So... 
fantastic. So then as as this guy starts scooping up all the gold, I'm going to put a hand out what? on top of his. Uh, 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 yeah, you, you I have haven't a, flipped up uh, my cards straight, yet. Uh, a and I'm just going to show my hand. And the guy, like, you see his entire face sinks. And the tape, like everyone else at the table, begins snickering at him as he relinquishes the gold to you. Add twenty nine gold to your inventory. Well, that's quite uh, a catch, if I do say so myself. Game. It's uh, a pity none of you were quite on uh, my just level. Just kind of like nods approvingly. You know, I can always use clever people. Organization. She. Or, sorry, they... What he, he, kind sorry. of organization are uh, you referring he, to? He uh, motions and the two guards at the end kind of escort the other people out of the temp, uh, tent. Just for a moment, my name's Fionn. Fionn McCann. And I run the local gambit so to speak. Well, Fionn. Such a lovely name for a lovely individual. Mm, while I am intrigued and oh so tempted to take you up on your offer, I have some things that I must be seeing too, and I couldn't possibly know how long they're going to take. They pull out a card. Perhaps when all is said and done, and I can repay you a visit. Your coat, and they say. You, you, you change your, you change your mind. Me call. I just remembered that this character was supposed to have an accent. Uh, you give me a call, and they just kind of tap your chest. Oh, I, I absolutely so will. Like After all, I, I can't resist a gorgeous and they Just, uh, they motion for the for the guards to let the people back in. Uh, and with that, uh, they also give you a stamp for completing a game. Uh, so with that, yeah. But sorry, hold on one second. I'm going to pocket all my gold and walk out the tent. So we, uh, we made some bank. People got some stuffed animals. We still got Frida left. Okay. Yeah. So, I, I think I'm excited. that, uh, uh, and I are just yeah, over oh, uh, sitting down having snow cones. <laughs> Uh, did, I, I just said I think John and I were sitting or, uh, down somewhere having all snow cones waiting for anyone else to finish. Are you interested in the of chocolate that some people seem to be buying? <laughs> uh, so, uh, okay, Jalen, you not. go up to a, uh, a dwarven individual. They say, hey, my name's Cord Sweetjaw. Uh, you see this uh, kind of stocky and round, kind of plump individual with a neatly trimmed, thick, deep brown beard. Um... Uh, wearing kind of this chef uh, out uh, kind of outfit, and they hold out to you these bricks of chocolate, like literal bricks, and they're like, "This here is dwarven chocolate." Really quick, like, is this guy like, 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 kind of like round? Does uh, he look like a chef yeah. that eats his own food? <laughs> okay. Well, do I know anything about like dwarven um, chocolate? Can I like he'll, he'll dem- he he will he will he will sell you his product. He'll pick up one of the bricks. He's like, unlike normal weak chocolate, 
you have to really bite into this one. And uh, he's going to roll an attack roll against his chocolate. It has an AC of 14. Uh, uh, can uh, can Lana come up here with my chef feet and be like, yes. like culinarily uh, 16. evaluating this transaction? Uh, so he successfully bites into this brick of chocolate. Um, and it's uh, it's really good, actually. Uh, as he, he bites into the chocolate, and uh, as he, like, pulls it open, you see that, like, the outer layer of it is, like, a super thick chocolate, but, like, the inside, there's this beautiful, like, uh, sort of chocolate mousse. It's, like, really soft, and uh, it, it looks really soft, and it looks really appetizing, just kind of inside the chocolate. Each one is filled with a different kind of mousse. Er- wonderful and beautiful and also like um uh but uh, it's a chocolate that makes you work for your reward like a proper dwarf i i don't know jalen didn't you say you're a vegetarian Do you have probably any not that's filled with uh yes fruit to be fair vegetarians uh, and vegans uh, yes are not the same. Uh, he holds out a chocolate brick with like a single like strawberry uh pressed a uh, like pattern pressed into one of them the, uh, this is our wildberry uh, dwarven chocolate. Uh, one silver piece. How much is it? Uh, okay. I'll take uh, it. Roll, roll an attack roll against this chocolate. It has an AC of 14. And... How, how do you... No, it's not meat. How do you make the meat it's look that soft? It's not meat, right? It, this is uh, just to, yes. for my clarification. Uh, it, it's, this is just the pun that, that Annabeth is making. But I just want to be clear the way. Okay. Uh, an attack. What, what am I rolling um, again? You have, to, you have to bite through the shell. It's really oh. tough. Um, um, I guess I like an unarmed strike if you have that on your sheet. Yeah. Just strength plus proficiency. Yeah, you're proficient you're, in your arm. You're proficient in chewing. You're very proficient. I would argue as a DM that my players could all be proficient in chewing. Here we go. Unarmed. I actually have yeah, a bite attack. Oh, that's 24. Through this chocolate. And on the inside, there's like these, uh, there's like beautiful whole fruits that are like dipped in various different kinds of chocolate. It's, it's a lot of very unique, uh, flavor palettes and it's really good. Uh, it's tough to bite through the shell though. I would like to start try, uh, swapping like piping and filling um, tips I, I guess with roll a persuasion this, check with advantage. I'm gonna like I'd like to like down another four silver. Um, oh, an also eight. it completely negates the next instance of poison damage you take in 24 hours. Nice. I, I'm, uh, I'm gonna yeah. buy five, uh, four these more These will last you all year round. It doesn't even melt in the heat. That's how great a chocolate this is. You can build a house out of these bricks. She's still got, like, her mouth full, and she's like, uh, What did you say was your check lock? I only rolled an 8, because um, I've been rolling low say, uh, from sorry, me, apart from the 224s. I, I yeah, can't reveal but... the sweet jaw family secrets. Oh, that's alright. I guess I'll have to keep the Balas family secrets as well. Uh, and then I just will just sort of like wave one of my um, tarts that is from my um, from my uh, actually, in front of his nose, and then turn on, around and walk you off. You see someone uh, across from you on the on the map. There's this one 
uh, sort of blackened, or this this black square, and uh, it's also noticeable in real life because uh, in in the world, this tent, this uh, black square, is a empire uh, stand. Like there's there's people from the empire in their uniforms here. Uh, promote, like, trying to promote the Imperial Army and recruit uh, people. Yeah, it's an army it's, recruitment stand, basically. Uh, they're in their full uniform. It's an army they recruitment stand. vehicles parked around to, like, try to impress impressionable young people. Um, and one of the people from the stand calls out to you guys at the, um, at the food vendor and says not sure why they're letting a rebel scum like him around here and uh the person next to them just kind of like nudges them like knock it off Brutus like uh well, I'm like, at Stella, like Brute. against the counter kind of quietly asks does he usually give you a hard time? I think it's because I'm a dwarf is the thing. Uh, roll a history check, uh, Gialin. Gialin, there are a lot I of I would just like, like to hoist my great axe a little bit farther up on my shoulder. Like, not threatening uh, me, just Gialin, demonstrate that I know that, how like, to carry um, this thing. A dwarves, uh, about five years ago, were the first people to, well, Hey, they're they're the first people who were conquered by the Empire that have successfully rebelled against them and thrown them off. So like dwarven settlements around the Empire are like free from their influence, and it is a big um sore point among most people in the Empire. Uh and so the Empire at this moment in time doesn't really like dwarves because most it, it was like a mostly dwarven rebellion. So you you get that that is what this guy is implying is like I don't know why we're allowing a dwarf here because you know the dwarves rebelled against the glorious empire. Bella just kind of like turns on this guy and she's like, yeah, "But have you had his chocolate?" Uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, I didn't catch that. What did you say? She, she turns to the guy that's, like, commenting about the dwarf, and she goes, Yeah, but have you had his chocolate? I don't, I don't need to eat the fried garbage at this place. So if you haven't tried this, like, closest thing we've seen to magic in a hundred years... I recommend you just shut up. Uh, what? Uh, is uh, there that you're sitting is at, there or a they are? tablecloth on this table that they're sitting? Uh, at the Empire, yeah, the the Empire have like a tablecloth, and uh, you see that yeah, like that, that the person are. in charge, the person with these golden shoulder uh pads, like grabs this uh big buff guy with this like triceratops helmet. I. I'm going to kind of subtly, might you see my eyes kind of shift, and I'm going to try to use, I'm going to use Mage Hand from my Legacy of Kania to tilt 
the table uh, underneath. You the see table, that? Uh, the yeah, table, the table. Uh, uh, tilt the table back I guess, on top of that. Light of hand to try to disguise what you are doing. Can I tell um, that she's going to be doing this? Uh, I'll say. Uh, well, I I'll guess say we'll no do, based on the scout of hand roll. That's a twenty. Uh, so you flip. Uh, yeah, you tip the table over, and it, it's done in such a way that like. The, the other two, the person in the with the gold shoulder pads and the Brachiosaurus helmet, um, and the person with the Triceratops helmet, don't see what happened. So they assume it was like one of the two uh, kind of grunts wearing their Allosaurus helmets and their not as great armor. Um, I guess I uh, I should have uh, explained in more detail the way the Empire typically looks is that they uh, typically they wear over their armor, armor a black uh, talbird with a uh, Tyrannosaurus uh, mark that serves as the uh, uh, the mark of the Imperial flag uh, in, uh, in kind of these red and purple ring around their uh, mostly black tabards. Uh And they, uh, each member of the, uh, em- yeah, the, the Empire in general wears these black sort of dinosaur-shaped themed helmets. Uh, the different uh, ones associated with different divisions of the military and different uh, units with... Uh, particular training. Uh, uh, Rosalind, you would know that the Emperor is a half-elf. Um, uh, it, and, uh, basically anyone who grew up here, so basically everyone except Lana and Hayden, would know that the Empire, or the Emperor, is a half-elf individual. Um, uh, so, yeah, the, the table tips over back on them, and the, uh, with the Triceratops helmet, Brutus, he just gets angry, like, gosh, dang it! And uh, the person talking is like, Brutus, we need to recruit more soldiers. What we need is to tell, is to show these pacey bumpkins where their bread's made. And he kind of storms off, and uh, the, uh, uh, and Frida, uh, at this point, we're going to cut over to you and your game. Uh, this is... I'm so glad that someone this game. Uh, uh, yes, you definitely... <laughs> yes. Alright, I'm excited. Uh, oh, can I get popcorn first? <laughs> is there popcorn? <laughs> Alright. So, yeah, uh, sorry. Um... So yeah, you you get popcorn from a. I think uh, you're cutting in and out an a little bit there, DM. Um, they're also selling no, you're uh, good. Cotton candy or elven candy, as some people call it, as like a joke against elves. Like, or no, elven hard candy is what some people call it as like a joke against elves. She's she's kind of thin and wayfish with like uh, um, a kind of goth <laughs> attire, long long hair dyed black. I love um, that. I'll, I'll try to get she, some of that too. Uh, is totally uninterested in what yeah here. Um, uh, uh, 
or the popcorn. Uh, that'll be a total of one silver for everything. Oh, she's cool. All right. Thank you. How much for it? Wonderful. Yeah, sure. Oh, perfect. Uh, I'll pass it ten copper pieces. Uh, you can... <laughs> Thank yeah. you. That'll uh, be so cool. Uh, you can add... With, uh, with these, you can add a d6 <laughs> to the next ability I love people who don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, you... Yes, you make your way to... Uh, this is, uh, hold on, let me make cool. sure I get the thing. I'll up. make my way. Uh, this game is actually too gold to play for popularity. You see, um, elf with fabulous white hair done up in, like, a wild twist. Uh, this orange a suit and a big green bow tie. Uh, they grab the mic and uh, they grab, well, uh, a megaphone uh, and they say, uh, Who's ready to be the next contestant on Quiz Monkey? <laughs> All right, uh, go ahead and pay the two gold fee. <laughs> hey, me! Uh, yes, with your host, Monty Comet. That's me. <laughs> All I'll pass right, that over. Lady. Uh, <laughs> so why don't you tell us your name? And they hold the megaphone up to you. Oh, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. Now, uh, for those of you unfamiliar with our game, there are 18 I'm, I'm Frida Madagascar Crowley. Each correct answer wins you a fabulous prize. Zero answers puts you in the cage with the quiz monkey. And they uh, pull the, uh, like, cover off of this cage with this, like, rabid monkey just shaking the bars going rawr, rawr, rawr. uh no that's not the <laughs> that's not the point <laughs> of our game at all can i play with the monkey even if i win oh yes so um so this is how it works mechanically is that every all right uh, i'll ask you a question, <laughs> she just sits down and, and smiles roll a uh, a knowledge check based on like what the question is surrounding. Uh, if you hit a DC 10, I give you a vague hint. If uh, you hit a DC 15, I give you two possible All right. answers. One is correct, one is incorrect. And if you hit a 20, then you get the correct answer. So, uh, what for your first question? What All right. is the capital of Ishkandar? Uh, roll a history check. Alright. Okay. Uh, you have no idea. <laughs> oh no, I got a nine. No! They, they um, it's... The sound effect. Swiss. What? Scramble oh. wanging. Uh, next question. You have, uh... Oh. <laughs> uh, Scramble wanging. Next it's... round. Uh... Alright. <laughs> It would be. A, I guess it would be. A <laughs> um, what? What level? Uh, sorry. The, they'll they'll pull up like a, a little. Uh, read the um, law docs. <laughs> they'll they'll like facts on it and they'll like what? Uh, what uh, what kind of <laughs> spell is? Uh, was I should say. <laughs> uh. What school of magic did the Cure Wounds spell belong to? 
Uh, this is a pretty low ball one, uh, but go ahead and roll. <laughs> if you don't. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Does Ty know the answer? <laughs> All right. Um, it's either necromancy or or evocation. Shush. Shush. I tied 17. <laughs> uh, correct! But, and now, now for your third and final question. Oh, it's How many evocation. Atoms in one evocation! Of oxygen? Yay! You, you can roll either nature or arcana. It, um, uh, what kind is that? <laughs> How many atoms in one kilogram of oxygen? Damn it, I've rolled three twice! That's I, want, I, I want Taylor <laughs> um, to have done the mole mass conversion equation and not have to do That is incorrect! The correct answer is 3.27695 times 10 to the 25th! Uh, 41! Yes! This, uh, uh, the, this equation brought to us by, uh, Jeremy. Jeremy. Please take me back! And they start, like, shouting on. I know it was all my fault. I'm just begging for another chance. And question. the monkey actually like reaches out of the cage and puts <laughs> their hand on Monty's shoulder and just like taps them like, "Hey, calm down, man." And and you can see that he's just crying. <laughs> what am I gonna do without him? He was he was everything to me. And hey, you, 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 you can tell he's going through a really bad breakup. <laughs> oh. Oh my! No, no. Yeah, yeah. It's a fun quiz show. I got a fun sorry. quiz show. I, I didn't mean to say it was a dumb uh, uh, question. Any, uh, this was a fun uh, anyway, quiz show. For you, one you're doing great. Answer. Uh, you can pick one of the following prizes uh, over at a prize table, um, and they direct you over to a prize table. Either a book worth twenty-five gold, um, a spyglass. A Yay! musical instrument of your choice or tool, a pocket watch, or a phonograph. Uh, all right. Uh, on what subject? Uh, I'll take a book. <laughs> sure. There's there's like a book on mythical magical um, creatures that's like really old. Cryptids. Is there, is there a book on cryptids? Um, <laughs> so like mythical creatures. <laughs> Uh, sh sure, sure, kid. Um, All the, right. The monkey Thank you. The Can I pet the monkey? Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna pet the uh, monkey. They, um, they like. Hello. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I should ask uh, right now because <laughs> uh, it is getting a little late. Uh, All right. Do you guys want to do the well, that first was round of the tournament now and then continue? Uh, the tournament in episode two, or uh, do you want to call it here tonight, uh, right now? I would prefer okay. to call it pretty soon. All, all right, then, then we will begin the tournament uh, next episode. Yeah, I would also uh, recommend calling it. it. The lesson yes. today is don't let your players loose in the carnival Wonderful. unless you want shenanigans. Speaking as another yes. DM who has played uh, a carnival so, session so in this will, exact server will, uh, for these as exact you guys, players. Uh, enjoy the festival. You hear the the bell ringing <laughs> as an announcer calls. The first round of the tournament will not will soon begin. Fighters, please enter the arena. Uh, please step up to for the uh, matches and. Uh, with that, we will call, and and oh, with that, we will. I think 
I think Megan I was the only the one who didn't get a stamp. Myth, magic, and might. <laughs> as we hear rumblings of a nearby dungeon, or rumors that have spread through this town, and we wonder what the fates or the cards have in store for all of our players. Good night, everyone. <laughs>